Okay, here we go. Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. I like to smoke them like some Prince Churchill. Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, everyone out there in radio land. Welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Honest Abe. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Uh, and, of course, sitting next to me is Paul. I tried so hard to get your uh, pre-show setup going because you were rubbing your bangs. He was fixing his bangs, and I tried to get it on the camera, and I just missed him parting his bangs and patting them down. That's why, awesome. That's why we started the show late. He was prepping his bangs. <laughs> yes, obviously. That's definitely the uh, major part of this. Uh, in the studio today, uh, we uh, it's a packed house. Uh, Mr. Matt Booth himself. Uh, Boothy. Hey, buddy. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Hi. Good morning. How are we doing? Great. How are you? Wonderful. Honored to be here. Excellent. <laughs> Pleasure. And uh, sitting next to him is uh, Robert Caldwell. Robert, thanks for being here, buddy. My pleasure. How's, how close am I supposed to talk to As you? close right as you there, can possibly yeah. get. You're doing a great job. You can move it. It's, it oh. It slides. Yeah. It, uh, Wrap your mouth around. It'll slide around, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Don't be afraid to make out with the mic. It's okay. I always, you know, that's always a weird thing because sometimes you talk too close to it uh-huh. and then sometimes you're too far away. I don't think you could be too close to not these, these mics. Not these. No, they're, they're like no. 1970. You know, they're cool though. They have kind of a side, like a, I, I, a retro feel. Yeah, yeah. They're not 1970. <laughs> they just—it's the an electro talking, voice. The one you're talking to looks like a <laughs> 1970. It smells like it was from 1972. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> don't smell the mic. I yes. swear. Yes. Yes. Or do it's going to be a fun show today. Uh, Robert's here, Matt's here, and... Uh, I'm well, expecting chaos and anarchy this Oh, episode. absolutely, yeah. and uh, you had me bring an entire picture of uh, Bloody Mary's. Is that why you were so late? Would you like me to break that out? Yeah, might as well be useful at something. Oh, jeez. Dear God. Yeah. Wow. You know what's great, though? You have a headset on, so you can <clears throat> do it while you talk. Uh, that's also true. Yeah! Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, who wants Bloody Mary? No, right here. Yeah. I there? don't drink and drive. I know. Oh, that's a classy move. I'll, I'll have a little bit, yeah. Okay. Did you drive here? I did. Where are you staying? I, I don't know yet. He, he spent the night last night. At your office or at your house? I cooked him dinner. He made me pasta. Oh, really? Candlelight? And artisanal cheeses. No, no fucking joke. He didn't make the cheese. No fucking joke. joke. <laughs> uh, you know why? Because mosquitoes. Oh. So yeah. I had like the citronella candles. You guys had a candlelight dinner? We, had, we did actually have a candlelight dinner. Indeed. Now, was, it, was, it was nice. Was the massage there too as well? Was it, there should know? have been. I didn't get that though. Was, no, the missus. Was the missus there? Oh, was no. Just, I thought no, it was just a man evening. No, it was a man evening. This was a, a, man man this was a bro dinner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. It was nice. Ooh. I cooked for him. It, like a truffle mushroom pasta. It was really, really... Now, I what kind of a man. pasta did you, did you use? Was it butterfly? Did you <laughs> Like really fat. I just came back from Italy, uh-huh. and I always, I always import in my luggage tons of 
stuff. Import in my luggage. No, I, 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 I bring <laughs> in like I bring in, I, I, I just go nuts. I do grocery shopping while I'm overseas, so I brought in some really nice. I don't even know what they are. They're really fat pasta. They're very meaty. Yeah, very. Yeah, good. wasn't it you that gave me a bunch of like imported licorice? Yes, yes. Yeah. He gets it yeah, from all over the been. world. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Some good I got stuff. my new. I got my new. Like, I got, I'm going to send you some. I got some new stuff from Italy. Just, yeah, it just blows your fucking mind. Really? Can I that? Yeah, you can. Okay, yeah. You. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, yeah. Couldn't used to say that, but I heard. I know. Yeah, we changed it. So, anyways, I, I have a new licorice brand that is What's just the name? end all be all. Mm. I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> I'll send a box up. Okay. Yeah, he, left, he, he gave me some like really awesome, like like a bunch of different kinds. I know of we tried it because I always carry licorice with me too, but I I get it. When, I've I mean, never, I've been to Italy once, I've but never I bought a bunch you of it. Carry licorice. I it's like, in my I, car right now. You want to go get it? I'm just saying. I never like pocket licorice. Carry it. They're like they look like Very rat turds. Licorice? They look like rat turds. Do you remember Sensen? I know of it. I don't remember. Wait, what's it? Sensen. Sensen. Yeah, German. That was a German company. Right, right, right. I do not. How old are you? I'm 36. But he's probably still, still not old enough. I'm, I am by no, far the oldest guy No, but you know what? My mom, my mom grew up eating Sensen, so when I was little, yeah. she gave it to us, and then it disappeared. But you know what? It, you want it. it used to be like in every little gas station and convenience store. Billy Joel, you know how much Sensen sells for right now? Probably retarded stupid. It's like, it's like $25 for a pack. Come on. Because <laughs> the brand, they went out of business, so now they're Can't collectible. Find, yeah, I mean, they were like ah. 20 cents, quarter, and it would it'd be a little foil pack. It almost looked like you know twice the size of a little tea bag. Yeah. And- it's foil. You'd rip it up, and they'd be these little. I don't know if they were licorice, <laughs> but yeah, they were licorice. It was a yeah. weird licorice. I mean, it wasn't like like with anise or yeah, something. anise. Little square. It wasn't anise. a mint, though. It wasn't. It, no, it, it was something that you would suck on like a mint, but it would have a flavor. It would be like a licorice anise flavor. I, the only thing I know about Sensen is that Billy Joel sings about it in one of his songs. He said, "I grabbed a fresh pack of Luckies and a mint called Sensen." Yeah, and figures. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the only thing I know about it. Wow. But I'm the same age as him. I love your camera shot because your head's all the way to one side. Because I keep moving and then, it, and then the big wallpaper with that's falling off the wall like <laughs> encompasses the other half of your here. I'll fix camera it. shot. It's Paul, fixed. Paul like literally puts the worst camera angles. No, because I, I keep I keep moving it mm. so that I can get Adam in there too. Don't worry. No one really cares about seeing Adam. No, they I don't. Care. No or his bangs. Yes. Or me fixing fact, my hair. In apparently. fact, I'm going to close those blinds soon because the light from the the pool room. <clears> no, the other way. We. It bothers me from behind Robert. Oh, oh, okay. It's a bad glare, halo glare. He looks like almost like he's, uh, you know, spiritual. Well, <laughs> Matt, would you like to add to that? Is he? No, no, I'm, 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 I'm good right now. <laughs> I'm good right now. <laughs> I made you coffee. You did. He made me a great deal of coffee this morning. Now, Lots of coffee. Now you got. Art, I had an incident. You guys got Art Basel <laughs> going down. Now you, you live down in that area, yeah? Yeah, but um, I, I was living on Miami Beach. I no longer live there because it's crazy. No, I feel like I feel like you know if if any of that biblical stuff comes back, if that's a real thing, it's like, gonna hit there. It's gonna, it's gonna, gonna, gonna hit first. there first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to get out of the out of yeah, the yeah. shock zone. Oh, yeah. It's just a terrible Sorry, place. I would argue that that was the best city in the world twelve years ago, maybe mm -hmm. fifteen, but really mm -hmm. like late '90s, early 2000s, and now it's just terrible. It's the apex of douchebag dumb. Uh, that's what I was just going to say. Zero. It's the attitude it's that bothers you, it's not necessarily zero. the amount of, of douche. No, it's people. like it's, it's like just... a whole like guys sitting there adjusting their hair, taking selfies with like their their like like Louis Vuitton bag and a steak, and you're like, and the guy's meanwhile on steroids and has like a barbed wire tattoo <laughs> and a tongue ring, and you're like, who the fuck are you? And he's staring at a goddamn Airbnb for fifty dollars a night. Would this that's be the, the same guy. guy with the Gucci loafers and no socks, or is that a different character? Am I that, no, no, a that's, different a different that's a different character. That's a different character. This this is the guy who's also wearing like. Like some type of like, it's, it's just, it's the confused guy. It's the guy that was wearing affliction, very heavy. Affliction t-shirt 
True Religion Jeans, oh, Mark Nason boots. That guy. But this oh, is but this is also it. this is the guy that did like it's it's a weird man. It's a or weird tourist. Dressier a weird with a Robert. It's Graham like anybody shirt. who has Miami on a now punch list of places up, to have you? to go is a piece of shit. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? We had no idea. Wow. Do you know this town? Because what does what does Miami have? I mean, he grew listen, up there though, I, so he's. I, I'm born and raised there. Him, I get yeah. to argue I, this point. Listen, I I veer when I first moved to Florida twenty uh, some years ago. I was like in Miami like every weekend. It was amazing. Every other weekend. You can't pay me to go to Miami. I mean, I try to dread. I, I had to go yesterday. In fact, oh yeah, that's right. We yeah. didn't talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Are we, we allowed to talk? About, yeah, I can't. I can't talk about what it is yet. I could talk about that. I was down there. Okay, and, that you were doing a project. I no, I was in a film. I was okay. in a film. There was some cigar guys that were invited to do a film. What kind of film? Uh, it's a uh, <clears throat> it's a major production. Uh, Judd Hirsch, Carol Kane, um, Sean Astin, Jessica I, James. Judd Hirsch with cigar. Yeah, Judd, really? Judd Hirsch. With cigar. He looks old. It's not man. Cigar. He looks really? really old. I think it was amazing. Was Carol Kane? Man, it was. She was really good. Get a little but, habanero there. Paul. Um, I did a scene with uh, oh. Rudy. You know, Sean Astin, who's by the way a, a cigar guy and super cool guy. He was really, really nice. I mean, hanging and BSing with him for a few hours was was hilarious. But hmm. yeah, I was tied up like all day in Miami yesterday. Okay, I had to drive back two hours to make it to my daughter's birthday. Did you make it? Yep. Uh, oh, good. I sure did. But it was fun. But I tried to avoid Miami at all costs. It's just not a place I want to go. God, I love it. it, but I don't go a lot. But I, I you love, love it. Disney. I'm going there Anything today. That's why I have to leave. Yeah, I have a reservation. Disney. He's a Disney freak. He goes like yeah. every month. Who can he, go to Disney every month? You, I, I mean, listen, I have season pass. You used to go to Disney a lot when you lived closer, didn't you? Don't I, lie. I like, I like Disney very much. I think I've seen pictures like of you in Disneyland. Like, like once every three to five years? No. Yeah, like or Yeah, like three to five years. Yeah, yeah. I'm good, thank you. Okay. That's Check. what a normal right. human being likes Disney. That's once every three to five years. This guy goes every month. So, like, in my book, he's the equivalent of, like, the Miami thing, you know? Something mm -hmm. wrong with people go to Disney Agreed. every month. Agreed. <laughs> and, and, and then, Thank you. You know, yes. and what's even worse is you go to Orlando, you understand Orlando for a lot of reasons because it makes sense kind of as a city. But what I don't understand is, like, the South Americans that buy houses to be close to Disney because that's a thing also. That's weird. South what Americans? I, uh, I have friends that do that. They, they bought a house to be closer to Disney? <laughs> that's just wrong. <laughs> What what's wrong with that? People out. like to be there and they don't want to stay in a hotel. You, you know, it's weird. It's if you got weird. the money, why not? I'll, I'd buy a house in Golden Oak right on Disney property. I wish you would. Two million it starts at. If you want to help me finance, that's the other crazy in. thing. Who's going to pay two million dollars to be close to Mickey Mouse? I mean, a what lot the of hell? people. Uh, yeah. So weird. Uh, yeah. Uh, the same guy who bought a banana for one hundred twenty thousand dollars. I saw that. Wait, I saw what? It. Yeah, there's an exhibitor what? at Art Basel who basically has a banana duct taped, duct taped to a wall. To a wall. And sold, he sold two of them. Sold two pieces for $120,000. Welcome to Miami. Man. I, I went to Art Basel once. Where did I go wrong? And I, I am so speechless. I'll, I'll never be able to get that day back. Yeah. I, yeah. So I've gone a couple times, but it's because gone so wrong. I, have, uh, I have a friend that exhibits there. So a, a friend of a friend it does kite photography. Mm. So he Wait, goes what? every year. Yeah, he does aerial kite photography. He flies a kite and takes pictures. Yeah. What part did you not I have understand? A, the piece in my house what? is, oh my is his. What? What's it's, you it's thought, my wife's you friend. thought he was but photographing kites. Yes, it's the other did. way. It's the he did. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> is that he what he thought? Yeah. Of that. <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he thought kites he was... are delightful. So we've gone a couple times. It's all right. I mean, it, it's it's all have, it is is partying. It's not. That's what Robert was saying. Yeah, it's not. It's not really like a. Like I'm an art guy. I like I like fine art, and I'll go to museums and things like that. But that's this is not that. It's, it's not it's even not it's that. not even a party thing anymore. It was. 
right? Okay. Now it's been... like now it's like a selfie thing. It's like let me take a no. picture. Yeah, it is. It is. Wow. It's that a is selfie. Thing. Yeah, let me that take is, a yeah, picture of a... myself in front of a banana that's 120 G's. That's what huh. it is now. Wow. It's exactly what it is. I'll tell I'll tell you like the the epitome to me of what's wrong with it. I was the other day at the Fountain Blue Hotel, right there right there in the mix in Miami Beach, and there's like a Netflix group like a like a retreat and there's like 9 million people wearing Netflix t-shirts and then these why hashtag on the t-shirt it said like hashtag Netflix culture immersion trip 2019 art basel <laughs> south beach I just wow. it and i'm like okay threw up in my mouth yeah, exactly. yeah you know, that, that is the right response yes exactly yeah. but that's what i mean that's the type of, and then i saw an ibm group that was almost the same at turnberry up in up in uh, sunny isles like same i mean it's just it makes no sense but it makes sense because somebody's making a boatload of money boatload of money boatload of money like literally, like a big yacht filled with cash, kind of money. Selling bananas. Selling bananas, yeah. Selling bananas. Can you well, imagine being that guy? Yeah. Let me reset uh. the show in case you're just joining us. We actually have two of the country's suaviest, coolest cigar and brands. Cheeto aficionados. Yeah, and Cheeto aficionados. This is the good stuff. Slightly stale. It's a good C- month. Chewy. Cigar it's a brand. Good month. Cigar brand. <laughs> iHeartRadio doesn't doesn't put the money into fresh Cheetos. No, no they do not. God <laughs> bless no. them because they're better chewy. No, no, <laughs> The only thing that could make it a step up if it was flaming hot. That would have mm. notched it up a little mm. bit. But we're sitting with cigar brand uh, owners uh, Matt Booth and Robert Caldwell. So thanks for uh, joining us today on KMA Talk Radio. Oh, yes. I just had to have a little professional moment of resetting the show. <laughs> yeah, well, that's your, la- that's your last moment. I'm trying. I'm <laughs> you know, trying. I, As just... Adam sips from his cup over there. I mentioned this earlier, I'm but have you noticed? I'm um, oh, trying to dear. enjoy some lovely Room 101 gin here. Um, uh Okay, as honestly, he's gonna. He'll be back. He'll There's be back. a surprise. Yeah. No, no, no. He's, uh, uh, doing, he's got to do other stuff. Yeah, he's We're on a mission. What, what from were God. you gonna say, man? No, man, he's not here anymore. Now, oh, I feel, it was about him. Well, he looks so beautiful today. Did you notice? He's like radiant. Hello? No, I didn't notice. I've never heard anybody say that it's about gorgeous, him. Ever. Man, he's glowing this morning. So I'm uh, <laughs> oh, to get a lovely shot of this. This is the Room 101 Gin. I am sipping of currently. Uh, special guest from our good buddy over there, Mr. Matt Booth. Yes, it's a gift hello? for you. Thank you. I appreciate Thirsty that. Thirsty bitches. Mm-hmm. So it's quite our, wonderful. Our special guest has arrived, but he's out at the front door. He claims to be at, and another's not around. So I, I, I'm. Uh, Colin, do you see someone at the gate? No, not the, I know. Not the wrong, I'm never at the right gate. gate. No, I thought we were gate. your special guest. Just let him try to you figure are. it out. That's I what think. I say. I thought you were being late. Yeah, no, I thought, absolutely. He wanted me lovely. to pick him up uh, in Miami Beach. By the way, floral. And I'm like, I'm going to drive 55 minutes out of the way to get you. I told them more to Uber to your house and just come with you. The thing is, I'm south. But I said, I said, fine. Yes. Nothing in the back. Oh, we got him. Oh, thank you. Oh, he brought brought Abe a present. I said Uber to my house, but be there at 740. Dude, he hasn't woken up in 740 a.m. in the last probably 20 years. That's what he told me. Yeah. Matt and I are early birds. I was up at 6, 7, 7 o'clock. Does Matt know who you're talking about? No, not but Robert does. No, 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 I know who it is. Okay, you do. Okay, Matt doesn't know. I wasn't sure if you knew. Matt wouldn't show up if he knew this guy. We have a secret squirrel. That's what I. I felt the same way. That's what I thought. We have a secret squirrel coming. Ah, you know who else wouldn't have shown up if he knew he was coming? Steve Saka. I recently found out. Oh, I think I think I think I think almost no one would show up. I might have not shown up. Every boutique brand owner would be like, I'm I'm good. I was going to say, I might not have shown up if Steve Saka was showing. No. Let's take a break, see if we can find this fool, and we'll come back and uh, start our meet your maker segment. Okay. Perfect.
Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Experience the new Henry Clay Warhawk, a robust and complex cigar that's inspired by the rebellious roots of Henry Clay. The first of a three-part series honoring the life of the great statesman, this cigar is made with the best tobaccos grown and hand-rolled by the Grupo de Maestros at La Flor de Copen in Honduras. And it's not your typical Connecticut. This is a Henry Clay. Stand up, be different, and smoke a Warhawk. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer to the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Hello, this is Glenn Case, owner of Christoph Cigars. There's nothing more important to me than family. That's why I treasure the moments with my wife, Terry, and our son, Christopher, a.k.a. Christoph. When we have those rare moments to talk about life, there's nothing better than smoking Christoph to enhance our time together. For Terry, it's our Christoph Sweet Tip Cuban Selection. For Chris, our Sumatra. And for me, our original Maduro. Enhance your family time with Christoph Cigars. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Hey, this is Clay from La Plena Cigar Company. My likes and dislikes, long walks in the park, old school gangster films, wrestling grizzly bears with Abe. Dislikes, smelly feet, flight attendants with an attitude, and Friday afternoon traffic. What I know you will like is the La Polina family of fine cigars, such as Mr. Sam, Bronze Label, and our highly rated classic series. But let's not forget the limited edition Goldie. Quality forever, La Polina Cigars. Placencia Cigars has been one of the world's leading growers of first-class tobacco since 1865. Today, Nestor Placencia Sr., together with the fifth generation of the Placencia family, continue the legacy. With over 3,000 acres of quality tobacco fields, they are makers of quality cigars, including Alma Fuerte, ranked among the top 10 cigars in major publications. Find them in your local premium tobacconist stores around the country. Placencia Cigars, perfected for more than 150 years. Yours to enjoy now. Looking for something unique and awesome? Smoke Oscar Valdaris Cigars. 2012 Connecticut. 2012 Corojo. 2012 Maduro. The Oscar Habano. The Oscar Maduro. My Way. And our latest creation, Oscar Valdaris Cicerone Edition. A great cigar that comes in five different collectible boxes with an amazing exclusive artwork. Remember, Oscar has something unique and awesome waiting for you. Ask for Oscar Cigars in your favorite cigar shop. 
keep the party going all week long at the world-famous Spearmint Rhino West Palm Beach. Every Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday, enjoy $3 premium drinks from the bar till midnight. Magnum Mondays means $100 magnums of Belvedere and Moet Brut until midnight. Get your thrills every $10 Tuesday with $10 dances all day and night. Ladies, don't miss Women Crush Wednesdays with half off your cover charge. No matter the time of day, it's always a good time at Spearmint Rhino West Palm Beach. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. I'm Adam K, the Brewmeister. Uh, we are having a lovely day here in love, wonderful South Florida. It's going to be energy. I don't know what's yes. happening. No, it's going to be uh, Yeah. Is Bloody Mary okay? You doing all right? Bloody Mary? No, I am. I'm, I'm almost ready for another one. Okay. I'm going to have to get real drunk for this. So, so we, we haven't uh, introduced our special guest. Yeah. I, is he special? I special know. educated? Or, oh, look at this. Well, special. And I get a loose stick to smoke. Now I don't have to really open the box. Oh, what a gentleman. Oh, well, thank See, you, sir. That, okay. that's, that's oh, how, thank you. That's how Habibis do. My man. Dun- so he Durma. This yeah. is a Steve. Thank no, you, sir. Is, I have another. Well, let's. Oh right. So this is the Steve Saka blend that he did much. for Ronnie's store. Why don't so, you introduce? Oh, Ronnie yeah. Before yeah. We talk that, about that, well, we don't have a camera idea, on yeah. him, so let oh. me try yeah, 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 to. No, you don't have to. Oh, I, got, I got Look, I'm talented. Watch. Look, yeah. there's Ronnie. There we go. Ronnie. Ronnie Haisha is here with us today. Did I say your name right, Ronnie? No. Haisha. Haisha. Ronnie Haisha. Feel free. Headset right there for you. Right here. So you can hear. Don't be afraid. Just don't knock over any of the. Multitude of cups you have in yeah. front of you. He's got to take his. Uh, I don't know. He's, gotta, he's just, all wired he up just already. Walked in. This show is going to be out of control. He's already wired up. We had a good time. Dude, uh, yes, there's uh, a helps that Matt Booth is here. Uh, our good friend, Mr. Robert Caldwell, also in studio, and uh, we're having a lovely time. Uh, uh, can I show Matt Booth gin yeah, yeah, yeah. while we're doing this? Oh, we're shit. drinking yeah. Room One Hundred and One gin. Yeah, well, actually, I'm not. I'm drinking like Bloody Marys. But yeah, there are people in the room drinking the Matt Booth. I was, yeah. Now, just, a just, fine botanical elixir. Just for those who do not know, yes, sir. Your primary career before you entered the cigar verse was jewelry. Yes, design that's, and manufacture. That's sir. What, what Room One Hundred One pretty much started out as a jewelry that's correct. company. And you have some pretty much high exposure clients. A few people who've worn your, some of your wonderful pieces. Like I have who, clients that expose themselves. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like it. It's true. Can you name some of the people who've worn your pieces? Uh, we made a custom hat box for Slash. Oh. Oh. Guy Fieri. What? Silver? Leather. Really? Yeah. Full haberdash. He wow. does. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does leather goods, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Guy Fieri always Snoop wears your stuff. I, couple, we see. You know, a couple and folks have knives. You made custom knives for him, right? Custom uh, knife handles. No, handles. handles. Yes, yes, handles, yes. You've made some awesome, pretty awesome custom pieces for myself. I know. Yes, a multitude. Which is far more important. We have a nice. By the way. I, I got. I got. I got a few. Uh, I've only seen pictures of them. I would love to see. Them. I got. I got to polish them up and bring them out. But I have a very. I have a nice collection of some pretty custom made room one one stuff that's mad made. Well, mad. you have a you have a necklace that you I have talked a big about. Delicious necklace because one is one of the one of our mm-hmm. most coolest micro blends that we had ever done. We made a cigar together called Big Delicious, which I have had. And um, delicious. We have a big delicious chain, which basically you know. You know, herniated one of my neck discs wearing it <laughs> because it's like it literally. It is very messy. Look at that yeah. neck. It's not only a big Look round B medallion, but it's like on a rope chain, like the size of my finger. I mean, it's literally 
monstrosity. But I got a, very, a couple of cool rings he made. And actually, one time I got a ring I didn't even ask for. Yeah, this is a great story. Yeah, it was awesome. I call it the bandito, but it's a skull. It's a big skull ring mm. with a guy wearing a bandana. Like he's a, you know, <laughs> Correct. a bandito. So I get this out of the blue. Like, what is this? Because I was making this for somebody and I don't know what I was thinking. But like I made it way too big, and I looked at it, and I said, "There's nobody in the world I know this is gonna fit on except you." So I sent it to you. And you literally sent me the ring. It's cool. One of my favorite rings too. So. <laughs> my man. And it's a pinky ring on me. <sighs> yeah. It's a pinky ring. Stinky yeah. What pinky. size, Matt? What is the so? Well, what's my, the largest size ring that you've ever made? Is it for him? His middle finger. Wow. Delicious as middle 16? finger. It was over that. It was off the scale. We really? Had custom no, no. I don't. My my ring finger doesn't go on the bar. It, mm-hmm. it goes yeah. off the. Because I well, so I had people like that Girth. when I worked in jewelry, but like thirteen was the largest ever. And no. it was a woman, I by was the way. Thir- I was a Russian thirteen, and when I played high school football, my my college ring was my high school ring was there. That's my wedding ring. Here, just just so everybody can see. Put it on your thumb. This is. I think <laughs> it would be too big it. for my. No, it's just Damn. about. Yeah, it's a little big for my thumb. <laughs> it's something else. Look at that. It's too big. It's exquisite. I mean, good for you, man. Good for you. What's good oh, wait, about I didn't, it? Nobody saw it. I'm good sorry. for the I jeweler. It, I had right? it on the yeah, right. Good for the jeweler. Listen, yeah. I, let me just share a quick story while we're on there because it's, it's kind of cool. But when I got married, my original jeweler um, made me my band as a gift, right? So I never saw it. He just insisted he wanted to make me a gift, a wedding band as a gift. And when I got it, like literally like the day before our wedding, it was kind of a cool ring. It was a cigar band ring. So I get where he was going with it. It just wasn't something that you would practically wear every day because it was so big, right? It was like this long ring and just not something I would wear every day. So like after the honeymoon and like the first month, that, that ring found the drawer and never came out. And I didn't wear a wedding band for like 10 years. So for our 10-year anniversary, <clears throat> my wife gets some rope while I'm sleeping, measures my ring finger. Takes that exact. Yo, ring. she was she was actually trying to strangle him, but like you can get the whole yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> takes, takes that exact ring, takes it to the jeweler, melts it down, and has this ring made out of that ring. Huh, that's cool. Right, and Very so cool. so she's like, "Listen, I need to ask you a favor." I'm like, "What?" She's like, yeah, you got to go to the jeweler that made your ring. I'm like, "Why?" He's, because he insisted he wanted to meet you. <laughs> he's never made a he's never made a ring that I, big. I would too. I, yeah, that's literally. Thick. He's it's never made a ring that yeah, big, man. and he wants to see you know actually who's wearing this ring. So Just I did. while we're talking about the jewelry thing, Matt, do you so you do custom pieces for people? Like I do. Like, so do yeah. you ever have somebody that asks for a piece that you won't make, like something that you think is not, or better yet, what's the weirdest piece you made? Well, that could that, yeah. be a more fun question. Ooh, All right, that is that a way. good question. All right, so let's just have at it. So I made a. Have I you made, made a dildo ring for anybody. Uh, Keychains. <laughs> Come on. Absolutely. One hundred. Did you put room one hundred one on not, it? Not dildo size. Well, I mean, I guess it could have been dildo size if you were. Did you put room one hundred one on it? Yeah, I did. Really? <laughs> I did. Come on. It was a keychain, man. It was a keychain. Right. It was for Thor. Uh, Nielsen from cigar. Yeah. For, oh, perfect for, guy. for his for perfect his brother in law. For, a dildo for his brother in law. Oh, I thought. It was but right. I made the family like a set. So like, uh, come you on. Know, like when they go to valet the car and shit, family. they toss the keys and it says Sterling Silver dildo member. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's, you know, Interesting. So, you know, it's like you know. Well, I guess that takes pocket a case. size. He did make a dildo keychain. <laughs> he, w- he was talking to me about dildo keychains the other day. So yeah. There you have it. It's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. Well, listen, I, I just want to share this. We, we showed the gin, right? I can put it yeah. away. Yeah, right. my man. So I want to share this because Robert's been Shameless. A, Robert's been a guest on the show a few times. And in our old We studio, need to have Robert's camera moved back. I got so it. So we can see it. Off of Ronnie. We're done with Ronnie. All right, there we'll we go. We'll be back. I got you. So 
in our old studio, we used to have this granite countertop, which I never understood why you would put like a granite countertop or a pseudo granite countertop in, in a radio studio. And we had to actually make this red foam padding because hmm. every time Robert would come on, all his chains would smash. It was the literally granite. for you. And, uh, yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. It would echo. That's well, tight. You, you were guilty of it. You were guilty and of it. And now you know. But where, where's it. all the jewelry, man? You used to like come with like, we'd hear all your stuff smashing against that the became counter. That became like, you know. It, it's it passe? Like it's thing. done? Yeah. It's gone? Yeah. He gave that up I, with his fucking official I try, jeans. I try. <laughs> I, I don't like anything that's a, that becomes kind of a trendy thing. Okay. So that became kind of a trendy thing, so I got rid of it. That's why I dress like he a makes country trends, club. He doesn't follow now, because that's the only thing I can do, like wear a little polo shirt or some shit. And, of course, I have the unbuttoned collared shirt thing still going, but like get as thing. far away from anything that's well, a thing I heard, as possible. I heard, but this is now a thing, too. Wait, that, that's totally a thing. Wait, I've heard now there's like a Caldwell Jr. out there. Somebody who's like, <laughs> His name's Tony Bellotto. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he's, he's like four foot three. He's has a cigar brand. He's seven to the T. <laughs> You only know because you're four foot three, motherfucker. <laughs> no, yeah, I love you, Tony. A, Listen, a centimeter taller than I love yeah. you. You're a short guy. I didn't Fuck realize. Fuck them. I love you. My, my, yeah. Well, you Fucking know, right. Ronnie and I are like Facebook friends. So this is actually our first. Are meeting. you? Wait a second, because you didn't well, no, he unfriend no, no, no. you last week. He unfriended me, and I won't friend him back. But we're still, <laughs> we've met through Facebook. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, okay. Because so listen, so now it's the battle of who's hard, who's got a harder head, because like he doesn't want to friend request me again, Never. because he knows like he doesn't <laughs> want me to be able to say no. I'm not going to friend. I'm not going to accept your friend request now. So. This is like going to go on for eternity now. We just will not be facing. I mean, burns. yeah. I mean, were you just butt hurt about the whole thing? No, I was trying to be dramatic, and, oh, it, no. and it failed. Okay. I don't need you to be my friend, Abe. <laughs> yeah. You were trying to be dramatic. No. I, I don't Turn the camera you. towards him. You lied. Hold on. I did not lie, no, dude. What did go. I lie about? That way, you I get both said, of them. Talk in the mic. What did yeah, I lie no. about? Pull, pull the mic. Yeah. You said oh, that to national Facebook viewers. Yeah. Yeah, because we're so national. Go ahead. And you six said, markets. Yeah. I stalked you on Facebook. You were stalking me that week, dude. I had three likes on your page. I went through your... So no, you were stalking me that week. No, with, what with, I did was charity. Red, I, charity? I did, yes, you were on vacation. I wanted you to enjoy your vacation. What with a your prideful wife. hoe. I shared your red meat lovers on three I mean, look at this. groups this shit, for cigar sales. Okay, well... That was actually professional courtesy. Okay, well, it was semi-stalking. <laughs> you know, let me tell you. I think it's a thin line. Right? It was really... Listen, listen I was away uh, on vacation. He's he, really upset. I'm man, scared. Ah. Oh. Well, you know, you know, Arabs get a little weird that way, so you gotta be careful. I gotta tell you, this tonic... Oh, so you don't want to be Arab? You're anti-Arab? You're yeah. not a Habibi? He's not Arab. Well, Historically, we're not Arab. Historically, you're not Arab. Okay. Or you're a Habibi, then. I told you this Is Habibi before. a good You guys guy? sent us a king. He died his first day in office. Okay. Oh, now we're so, doing some motherland shit? Yeah, I'm out. We, we classify. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out. What? Well, we can classify you as an official Habibi then, right? 100%. Okay, so we'll classify you as an official Habibi. But, you know, he got, you know, he was like, I was on vacation, and he like made like five posts. Three. Uh, it was like five. In, in one day, in, in like one morning. He's highly active. And then he commented <laughs> yeah. like how I didn't have, uh, I should have put my number on there and whatever. So I'm like, listen, you're you're hired. Be the be the customer service department so how today. How is that stalking you? I call that an assist. It was a little okay, dude. It was I'm an a assist. point guard. You're Reach around. Larger than a center and power forward put together. <laughs> <laughs> I distributed the rock. I gave it to you. Your website. He distributes crashed. rock. I, I gotta over. tell you, this is hold on. We, we don't usually get many basketball references on here, so, but so, that's pretty good. So listen, first off, I our website didn't crash. The processor crashed. It's a big difference. Um, and secondly, is. Who cares what I said? What are you crying like? I'm gonna unfriend you on Facebook. No, who does that? I, I don't. You're do grown man. Ronnie Hishy Hashy. Did you got you got chest hair yet? <laughs> no. Any chest hair? Oh, there you go. That's what it is. 
not on my legs either. He nares, <laughs> nares that shit off. somebody on Facebook. I mean, come on. Wow. So we're still, we're still not awkward Facebook. silence. We're still not Facebook. Is that why he didn't show up the week he was supposed to come? No, no. no. He's got, he runs his shop. He's a hardworking dude. But I will credit if you put it in my can. Uh-huh. He, oh. he did bring me a wonderful gift. So this will... I don't, I, I'm, I'm really dilemma. I don't know if I want to put this in our rare and vintage room because I'd like to feel it's worthy of just being there and just like on display or like put it in my... Well, so there's a really good story behind this, too, right, Ronnie? Because Saka was talking about it. He, he's posted a lot about... Saka-licious. <laughs> he's posted a oh lot my. about this cigar. Because I guess you, you drove him a little bit crazy because you were very particular with what, what you wanting. Or is that just Saka doing his... I think you need a Bloody no. Mary there, Ronnie. That it's actually has to do a lot with the guy sitting next to me. Okay, go ahead. So, Please do tell. Stay, so, stay uh, on the mic. Bloody Mary or... Uh... First time I had Robert in my shop, we did a... 10 to 12 hour event back to back days 24 hours we did in two days did you get this paul I'll so show that this was the oh, biggest sorry. event i had ever done and everybody who watched robert smoke watching robert smoke there's like a bull his retro hill is everything he takes in comes out of his nostrils his mouth and his nose you're it's a huge like, uh, retro hiller oh, it's yeah. a serial retro hiller oh so you must really get along As with Saka then because no, that that's his thing right or no, no not his thing not in that respect there's no this guy and i saw this guy smoking next to jd on a youtube years back he's another retro hill monster as well there's very few guys that respect the way they smoke <laughs> I'm, uh, i am make retro it's, uh, it's nice so push to you see guys occasionally retro, but it's also you're not going to do that with a full body, full throttle cigar. Right, right. There's and certain cigars smokes, you can do it with. I'd pipe that shit straight through my nose hole. Medium body max, Understood. But, no, this is not, I don't drink Bloody Mary. Just the gin. Oh, you, I thought you said for the Bloody Mary. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. So okay. what's crazy was he knows I love to retro. Y'all are crazy. And, uh, he called me up and said, I have something. And oh, okay, okay. He sent me something to smoke, and I loved it, loved it. I know he's going to love it. Um, the Have you had it yet? So no, no, no. You haven't smoked it yet, okay. Hey, man, I actually, you know, that cigar you gave me the other day, the Meat Jam. The oh, yeah. This. Yeah, man. I bought, actually, I That's bought, another Saka cigar. I, I, got, I bought some for you. I got to tell you, man, I was highly impressed by that cigar. Man. The really Red Meat was. Lovers Club? Yeah. I'm going to call it the meat jam, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Listen, as long as you have it with a fine steak. But it was the... Everybody loves the meat jam. Essence and yes. embodiment of meat in tobacco form. <laughs> the cigar was a steak. I was like, look at this motherfucker. Look at what he's done with this cigar. Well, if anybody it's amazing. would know good steak, it'd be mm. Steve Soccer. There you go. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't had one yet. This is the second iteration. I got to buy a bundle. Stick that in your mouth hole. Yeah. We have, I got to try it. We have There's booze. a couple left. Robert, you sure we can't get you mouth anything? Pipe. No, I'm good. I appreciate it. All right. Well, they're, they're limited. Limitado. He only drinks Alizé. Uh, Alizé. On the weekend. Alizé. So they that's why make, he's been. They still make yeah, Alizé. Yeah, man. Of course they do. I mean, I heard. I, I saw Alizé the other day in a, in a retailer in Mississippi. They had all this. Alizé. Yeah, they had all these neon colored wines and wine coolers. Wow. And I was like, okay. It was Boone's Farm, Alizé, Cisco. Boone's Farm. Oh, yeah. yeah. It brought me back to being like 13 years old. <laughs> yeah. Very, very interesting. Vivacious. Vivacious. I like it. So let's let's talk actual business for a, a moment. Because, With who? Oh, well, Listen, we got, we got, where are we? Yeah. We got two manufacturers in a retail room. Well, it's like the biggest extended cast we've ever well, had. Well, let's at one start time. with Robert because so the, you guys you, you have a you lot mean of our, our original guest. 
Yeah, our original guest. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is wow. that Ronnie calls me and he's like, yo, I'm going to be in Miami to be on Matt's show. And I'm like, what Ooh. show is he? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, kiss my ass. I'm like, that's not Matt's show. That's my show. Yeah. Matt's on my show. And you can be on Matt's show, which is on my show. Ronnie, you said that, man? Thank, thank you, man. So oh, you. That's, I'm so heartwarmed. Well, Adam, that. you getting jealous yeah. over here? You see the love between these two? <laughs> because I don't know where to go Matthew beyond this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, he's, well a, he's a millennial. You know that. Like, you know Ooh. that the Brewmeister has some kind of major hardcore bromance with Matt Booth. It's true. Hey, buddy, no, no, literally, like <laughs> yeah, he gets no, excited. He cheers up. He's got a big poster of Matt's dog in his like office. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, yeah he's like my a, home. He's got some weird thing yeah. going on. He could care less Ooh. if anybody calls in, but if he hears Matt's calling to do something, oh, Matt's calling? Ooh, hey, <laughs> Gets him all excited. Well, we heard that he yes. did his hair. He spent extra yeah. time. He was. He was. He was getting his bangs all ready this morning. Mm -hmm. Of course. Absolutely, he, yeah. He had to be very preppy yeah. for Boofy. Of course. I want to see it fresh. I know. No, there is Put nothing some wrong into with having a giant poster of Sadie, Matt's former dog, mm -hmm. on your wall wearing a $20,000 black diamond chain. Yeah, it's, just, it's a strong look. Yeah, it's I mean, a look. it's a good, the one it's a up, great photo. The mini me, the the, the Tony Bellotto, as we call uh, him, has a giant mention. poster of Matt also. Oh, oh wow, is, I didn't know that. What is, you remember actually, when I sent you the screenshot of actually, my FaceTime with that him? Is, that is correct. It's like I remember bedroom. that. So Bellotto it's uh, in his has bedroom? a photo of Matt. Uh, look, Wait, are you wearing anything in particular? You look, man, a, brass tacks, I own the meat game in this business. <laughs> I own it. Okay. Dudes want meat. This is true. This is how I built this business. No, that's it. I just want to clarify, dudes, in defining meat game. Yeah, meat that'd game. be like the bromance game. The sausage I mean, party. It's, it's the sausage bromance, but like, like it's a, a little, little a little lift in the trousers. Yeah, at it's the same a little. Time. Guys little, get excited to see Matt. It's okay. more erotic. It's erotic. I just wanted to make sure we're you know we're talking about the right thing here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Has no, no, no. That's incorrect. I, How I many times? When he pauses that long, we shouldn't let him talk. No, you're right. Yeah. We like, really, I'm getting we nervous. Really should interrupt him right then and there because nothing. Matt, good is how gonna, old are you? Now? You killed my role. Forty-two. Damn. Forty-two. That's Earth years, <laughs> bitches. Well, what's <laughs> funny? Space. Earth years. You're not really forty-two. I am forty-two. Oh yeah, he is. Where the, are you now? In cigar years. Why are we saying all our ages? Then? No, I'm just curious. I turned forty-eight in January. Well, how old, how old are, are you, you trying to determine if you're the baby in the room? No, I'm the eldest. Yeah. No, you're, you're the oldest? You're older than Abe? Damn. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? But look at how good he looks. He fuck? sleeps. He actually sleeps. Uh, That's what it is. Uh, yeah, round, exactly. He gets round, like, That's what sleep will do for you. I don't look old. <laughs> how old are you? You look juicy. as of November 3rd. Oh, yeah, you're a couple months older than me. Young. You're, yeah, yeah, you're the oldest guy in the Delicious. room, dude. Wow. Forget about it. Listen, I want something funny, right? How long, because you can't remember, I moved here when I was 26 in Florida, and I, so I was a cigar shop owner at 26, where all my clientele were in their 40s and 50s, mostly. So, like, for forever, I was the youngest guy in the mm. room, and those, those days are gone now. We're the oldest guys in the room. Guy right? I, I know. I know. Now we're the oldest guys in the room. Never hung Shocked, I tell you. And now it's biting me in the ass. <laughs> 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 now you got 90-year-olds that call you up and say, what are you doing today? Right? <laughs> Meet me for coffee, and they show up well, in the wrong spot every time. Listen, if it makes you feel any better, I'll honestly say you look younger than me, I think, so. You think? I think. <laughs> I don't know. 
Are you going to take the hat off? Listen, just because you got hair doesn't make you necessarily look younger. It's not the hair. He thinks he looks younger because he's got a fucking millennial haircut. Yeah. Do you see this baby twink? That is a millennial haircut. I send Matthew videos of me when I'm blowing out my He does. He does, actually. I send him videos when I'm putting up my mohawk. Meat game. Yeah, that sounds about right. Wow, we lost control of this show completely. Oh, totally. How many times has Juan Cancel sponge baked you? cigar twice, at least. I don't even know what we're talking about. How many times has Juan Cancel what? Sponge bathed, Dave. <laughs> I was going to ask Cassie, and then I was think, like, how many times? If he, you think I would let myself be alone in a room with Juan Cancel. Oh, stop. You you had a little fanboy thing with Juan Cancel for a little while. No, I've been, I, I've been doing nothing but Then he was late him. one time, and then you were You're all upset. Crack. Now, I love Juan Cancel, but I'll tell you right now, delicious. I loved you before Juan Cancel, and I will love you after. You Dude, are mine. I'm not part of your meat game. You are mine. No, no. 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 I hold you on a pedestal. That's, You're you know, not even part of the meat game. Yeah. I would never. <laughs> you know, I would never put you on that level. I hold you up. Man. You know what Matt says up. to me every time I've talked to him, like on the phone or through text about you? He always talks about your neck. He the wants bumps. To, yeah, he wants. You yeah, like but bumps? I, your no, neck. but I. You like the speed no, bumps? The so speed I discussed bumps? this. So my my wife is a psychotherapist, right? The, and I discussed the, this with her. The speed bumps infatuate you on the back of my head. I want. I want to to chew on them. Come again. But not not yeah, like through them. I like want to little, like gnaw on them nah. just so that I feel the tension a little mm. bit in my in my teeth, but not to, to break the flesh. You know what I'm saying? Sharp hay. Okay. <laughs> but she <laughs> told me this, this is, is like a... motherfucker just walked in. You, it's I like had, a soothing a response. That's there. what she said. She said, you soothe me. That's why I have that... I soothe you. Yeah. Okay, as long, as long as I soothe you. Yeah. It's like a, a baby with a, a, a you know... The whatever the chew toy thing. Is. Uh, you know back. what I'm talking about. Control the show. Okay. Can we just call? I'm, I'm waiting for Adam, but he's like, Control I, I, the don't show. Even know where to, I don't even know where to go. So I want to talk about about new releases because Robert, you've got some things going on. So can you Co- tell us about some compilations? What do you call them again? Uh, uh, coalitions. Uh, collaborations. Collaborations. That's the word. Yeah, collaboration. I, I don't have anything. Hey, come on, you're like the collaboration king. Well, you yeah, have, but, but you have line extensions, right? Didn't you? Did the t- the new T the, the oh, final oh, series you're in the T came out this year last summer? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, I do. I thought you meant like current pipeline. I didn't mean right now. So I, we added T Habano last summer. Okay. How's that, how's that mm-hmm. going? It's going pretty good. Um, it's delightful. Is that? Yeah. The- it's 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 got its place, right? Because we got a Connecticut, we got a Maduro, and then now we have a Habano. So it's a really, really, really beautiful cigar. And that's uh, the final in that in the T series. That, yeah, that's done. Okay. So that's that's twelve SKUs, and then that was all that we actually added. Um, hit and run three. Maybe coming at some point. We had that Ooh. slated, but then we pulled it back. Right at IPCBR, you talked about Hit and Run coming back out again. Yeah. I think. So what we did was we released Hit and Run One. Oh, so the oh this is the mm-hmm. original black. Yeah. Okay. So we brought that back. And then that's it. I mean, nothing else new, and nothing planned. Well, how, how did you? I, mean, I, I kind of talked about this on the show a few times. How does your collaboration process work? Right. I mean, do you come up with an idea? Then go talk to a guy. Do you guys actually work on the blend? You just let him make the blend. Do you come up with the concept? Do they come up with the blend? They're I mean, all they're, everybody's collaboration yeah, process is a little bit. They're different. actually so we have everybody's collaboration project because we have so many collaborations. So we have so many different iterations of how it's worked. So some have been like so every project's kind of different as far every as every project's how. different. And then so most of it's just like friendly with another manufacturer. Let's do something together. What do we do? Or, and then we have an idea, right? So that's what that's it, like. The, is that like the AJ example? That's the or AJ not, example. Okay. So AJ actually is more unique because I was talking to AJ for years but i never really had a desire to manufacture with aj and then matt was talking to aj um and then we ended up talking all three of us and then that's where the tea came from and then so some of the projects on the collaboration side have been 
we make them and then we have a partner or we blend them and then we have a partner or the partner makes them and then you know they go all different ways so sometimes it's a true collaboration like all out kings would have been that way uh even though i'd say willie herrera did like 75 percent of the lifting on that right that's with drew estate yeah, all yeah. Out kings. estate um, 75% of the lifting when it comes to blending. You walk into, I, I, majority of my production is out of Dominican Republic. I'm very comfortable with the tobaccos we use. You walk into a Drew Estate factory with the tobacco that they have, I, I had no idea. I mean, it just blew my mind. And a lot of the tobacco, like the strongest tobacco that we were using out of Nicaragua to, to make our cigars in Dominican Re- Republic was was lighter than the lightest tobacco that they had available to us in that blend in the first really? place. It blew my mind. Mm. Blew my mind. So I mean I could I mean I couldn't even get the gears turning at all when we started working on the blend. So Willie really had to get things cranking, get moving and then I added some finesse, let's say, to the to the blending process. Suave. But I just I couldn't get it off the ground. I, it was just it was really, really crazy to me to start blending over there because it was completely foreign to everything that I'd worked with. Um so that that's a unique project in that way. And then we've had some where it's just, you know, you know, like uh, with um, Ernesto Carrillo, Anastasia, we started out with that brand, and the first blend that Thanks, we did ended up being the winner. But Get we went through like 40 blends to try to get to a winner, and then finally just went back to square one and just said, okay, that's it. You know, so I don't know. Everyone's kind of different. Well, that's always your thing, right, Abe? You're, you, it, it, Sometimes you have a problem with collaborations because they're I just not think necessarily it collaboration. Over, I just think it became an overused word in our industry, right? We, we started it, though. That's why I'm done with that shit. Well, yeah. listen, it became a thing. Listen, it, became, it became a big thing, to be <laughs> yeah. honest with you. Yeah. But, no, I, I mean, actually, the first collaboration I can remember, I mean, I, that I can remember La in my Flor? career. Uh, LaFleur and Christian, yeah. yeah. That was the first collaboration like thing I could remember in my career. Christian and Lido did some kind of thing where Christian sent his tobacco to Lido. Lido yeah, sent his to- face off. Yeah, that Lido sent his movie. tobacco that he grew to Christian. Crazy movie too. Yeah, crazy yeah. movie. And Great made- movie. What are you talking about? They're, remo- they're remaking it, I hear. What? No. What? No. They yeah, I saw no. I saw a thing online that no. they're gonna remake face off. Yeah. They cannot Didn't re- they kill Nicholas Cage off in that movie? Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a make. Yeah, Another it's villain? a remake, not a like they're going to do the same movie again. That's what I they do now. Understand why they got to fuck with up different with actors? You mean? Yeah, that's what I. No, I had read it. Yeah. absolutely not. That is I had terrible. Read a rumor, yeah, that is terrible. I'm going to. Sorry, Coop. This. I didn't mean to bring a rumor in. I'm going to look funny. at this during the break. Yeah, look it up. Sounds terrible. So yeah, that was the first collaboration I could really remember. But you're right. My little beef on my show is. It's become a thing now. Everybody's just collaborating, collaborating. And, and, and honestly, most of these guys, it's not a collaboration, dude. You just ask somebody to make you a cigar. It happens every day. It's been happening for 50 years. Exactly. That's not a collaboration. Well, and uh, you know what happened? Well, limited editions became passe. So they're like, oh, shit, how do we do more limited editions? It wasn't editions? enough. Up yeah, it's not any. enough. How do you do more limited editions, right? Oh, start doing collaborations. That's what it is. And, and and it's not just our industry. It's it's like the glow. Like you you go to the grocery store and Perrier has a collaboration with Adidas. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is that, right? <laughs> and I'll never buy another pair of Adidas, uh, and I'll never drink another drop of fucking Perrier. That's a classic. That. That's Pellegrino a classic. for life, man. Just Perrier saying. has a collaboration with Adidas. I <laughs> love but it's it. but straight up, you see shit like that. It's like Kellogg's Pop Tarts featuring like fucking. Yeah, Pop Tarts is a cereal now. Yeah, what the fuck? Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They well, got cereal? Thing. Everything. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've never seen Wait, Robert every, so yeah, hold cereal on. That, that worked you up a lot. Yeah. Trends hey, piss me off. Listen, with all due respect, when I saw Pop-Tarts as cereal, I thought it was a pretty genius <laughs> idea. But they suck. 
Oh, they do? Oh, they suck. Tragic. But you know, like, look, if any industry's boardroom <laughs> is made up of straight-up pot smokers, it's the cereal industry. Oh, yeah. Oh, You've man, said that before. Yeah. Those yeah. guys got to be just getting high on some crip in a room For sure. saying, oh, yeah, man, I want to make some <laughs> Captain Crunch cinnamon toast nut butter, you know, Rice Krispies. Yeah, we're going to make that a cereal. That, that sounds awesome. <laughs> you know that's like what's going on in that industry. It's probably a test kitchen filled with every junk food you can imagine. Seriously. They're high out of their minds, they lock the, them in there. The shit yeah! The shit they come up with cereal is, like, ridiculous. Some so. of that shit's magic, though. Magic. Well, I mean, okay, well, here's a good topic. Ready? Oh. Favorite cereal. Ooh. Come on, you can, you, I'll give you two. You can name two. No. I have, we do this in my shop all the time. Favorite cereal. Kellogg's Corn Flakes, I bet. I didn't you know. ask you. Shut no, I'm, I'm, asked, I'm yeah. guessing. Nobody, yeah. That's, that's like 68-year-old blue if you, woman. Yeah, <laughs> your favorite yeah. cereal. That's why I said that. If your favorite cereal <laughs> he's is the, Kellogg's Corn Flakes, I'm kicking you out I'll of here. I'll tell you the he's best the cereal. He's the oldest guy here, so I figure. Turn. Yeah. Ronnie Haysha. No, this favorite is a, cereal. This is serious because when you say favorite cereal, you guys can't just say what your favorite. No, cereal. what I'm say saying is you're on an island until you die. You're on right. an island. You can eat one cereal to the day you die. Damn. What is it? Wow, I got a starting lineup. I keep at the house. Pick I'm, one. I'm gonna say. You know what, Honey Smacks. I don't even know what the fuck Honey Smacks. That's from back in the day. Is that the Diggum Frog? Yeah. Yeah. Diggum. Diggum Frog? Diggum. Get the fuck out of this studio. Disappointed! Get the fuck out of this studio. Go back to Detroit. Honey Smacks? What's the right answer? I don't know. Lucky Charms would be my favorite. I got a little more respect for Lucky Charms. No, I just thought about it. Because I eat that two different ways. Lucky Charms are disgusting. I the marshmallows at the end. I hate marshmallows. I would do that first. Listen, Lucky Charms is acceptable, but weak. Go ahead. Crackling Oat Brand. You know what? Wait, yeah, yes. Oh, oh hell no. no. Wait, listen. <laughs> Bro, that was my answer. Listen. For real? Honestly, that was my answer. Rectangular <laughs> things with a hole in the center? Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> That's the no. wand, man. Listen to me. I, I, I kind of like that They're cereal, delicious. That would never be my choice. That would never be my that choice. That was my choice. Are you correct? That was my choice. Get out. Unoriginal. That's the, that's the oat brand with the, the all the chunks on it. Yeah. I would have Frosted Flakes because I wasn't allowed to have them. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to have them as a kid. No, that's really, a good I one. No. Somebody save me here. Come on, pick a good one. Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, those are delicious. How does all that, that shit's too sweet. Oh, no, I love sweet. Corn Pops. Right. Corn Pops. Corn pops. That makes my top five. Dude. That makes my top five. Right. Okay. Apple Jacks. Those are good. Oh. Uh, Apple Jacks. Not right? a not a fan. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Listen, Apple Jacks, and it's a close right behind it. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You know what I like to do? Cinnamon though? Toast Crunch. Is you know close. they don't taste like apples, right? I don't care. Apple All Jacks those cereals, bro. they're too sweet to me. But if you cut them with regular Cheerios. Cut. Yeah, you got to do a 50% <laughs> cut. cut. Actually, I have He's done that before. Cereal. But half regular and you half. half yeah. Because it gets too Listen, sweet. Yeah. I can do it a day, but I can't do it a week. I know we got on a major tangent here. but You think? What makes a great seal for me, mm. honestly, is how good the milk is when you're done. I get that. If that milk is amateurs use milk, lactate, fat free. Get the Amen, fuck out bro. of here! Whoa! If I yeah. eat that, if I drink that milk, I'll be okay, sick all grandma. day. Get out of here! Use <laughs> Listen, doesn't matter whether it's the lactate, the almond milk, the soy milk. Oh or no! Whatever. Lactate is real milk. How is lactate real milk? It's just chemically processed. They think, take out the lactose. I think yeah, it's not real milk. That's chemically processed they, milk. But their their whole slogan is it's real milk. But okay. it's, yeah. It's, Anyways, it's processed. The, the the enjoyment of the remaining liquid that you're using is dictates how great that cereal is. Once yeah. you drink their apples, that's why I gave you the kudos for the apple. Apple jacks, jacks man. Corn pops, honeycomb. 
you got to throw fruit. Honeycombs. I forgot honeycombs. That's the honeycombs. first one I said. That's the st- no, I thought you were saying honey smacks with the frog. Remember That's, dig them? Yeah, yeah, so I said all the honeys are my starting lineup, but great, great cereal. Fruity Pebbles? Marshmallows. Fruity Pebbles is a high on When you smoke weed, you drink that. <laughs> Eat that. You don't do that for a day. That Come on, Fruity thing. Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles oh, right God, up Fruity there. Pebbles. Wait, oh. how many guys in this room has mixed Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles in one cereal bowl? Uh-uh. I have not. Yet. Listen. I have God, not. really? No, am I the only no, one? No, no, am I the only no, one who's yeah. mixed Fruity and Cocoa Pebbles together? No, I think Fruity Pebbles are disgusting. Oh, God. Frankenberry, Blueberry. Uh, Halloween release. They, they don't make those anymore. Yes, they do. They? Yeah, they do. They do count Every chocula Halloween. and Frankenberry. No, no, you can see it in totally get that at Meyer, right? Yeah. You can totally get it at Meyer. Yeah. Exactly. Cocoa Puffs? Yeah. Michigan Maybe guys, we understand. Guy? Gotta I, go to I Meyer. Know. I wasn't allowed to eat any of this stuff as a kid, so. for Cocoa Puffs? No figures. Never had them. No, you never had Cocoa Puffs? No. You really are depraved. I wanted Cookie Crisp as a kid, and I finally went and got it, and I was so disappointed by Cookie Crisp. Listen, I just want to say right now, our listeners are completely lost. Yeah. Whether we're talking about cereals Hello, or America. lost blends from Robert Caldwell, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> look at me stealing. Look at me stealing all these fucking ideas from you people. No one gets a goddamn royalty. Wait, you okay? people. You people. <laughs> no, if we're gonna talk you about lost blends by Robert Caldwell, I mean they all sound like lost blends by Robert yeah. Caldwell. No, no. Come but on. Can I tell you they something? Do. Everything that just happened here now, tomorrow I'm gonna. He's gonna think. <laughs> he thinks it's dangerous. In two weeks from now, I'm gonna get a call. Listen. I got some lucky charms no, for you. No, he's going to say, I got, a, I got a cigar that's sweet on the retro hill. I'm sending you out lost and found honeycomb Cheerios edition. It'll right? happen. But those yeah. are always great cigars. No, I'm uh, telling you. What about th- <laughs> All right, so with that, uh, we're going to take a uh, short little break. And uh, when we come back, we will have more with this uh, amazing cast Molly of characters group. here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. We are family. Stop right there. A, I hate the song. B, I can't sing. Dan Blunt here for Alec Bradley Cigars. I'm making a point, though, and that's Alec Bradley Cigars is a family operation. Alan Rubin named the company after his two sons, Alec and Bradley, when they were just tykes. Now they're grown up, working alongside their dad, making the best damn cigars you ever smoked. So join the family. Alec Bradley Cigars. Fuel your soul and experience inspiration with the Aging Room Quattro Series by Rafael Nodal. More than just a master blender, but the inspired composer of four boutique masterpieces for the sophisticated palate of an aficionado. The Aging Room Quattro Series are a perfect core to flavor and aroma and are born from the best tobaccos, aged under the expertise of one of the greatest names in cigar making. Truly the perfect notes for a genuine cigar smoking experience. Aging Room Quattro Series, a quartet of excellence. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky-shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, produced in small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco, from seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. 
Visit CLECigars.com for more information. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. A Toscano cigar is the perfect combination of American and Italian craftsmanship. Made with American and Italian dark-fired cured tobacco, Toscano cigars are produced by hand by the cigar rollers of Luca, Italy. Smoking a Toscano helps you escape from the real world for those few perfect minutes, like when you're sitting at home on a terrace after a long day's work pondering life and how beautiful things are. A Toscano cigar can take you back through over 200 years of history and elegance. There's only one Toscano. Available worldwide, Toscano is now available at your local premium cigar retailer. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Ventura Cigar Company is a boutique cigar brand born in sunny Southern California. Ventura Cigar Company is on a mission to create memorable, complex cigar blends that excite the senses and reward discriminating palates. Experience the Cigar Aficionado number 13 Cigar of the Year. The archetype, Axis Mundi. Rise up, step up, look up, fire up, and leave compromise behind with Ventura Cigar Company. Check them out online at VenturaCigar.com. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. She want a bloody Mary? She's a groupie. I don't know. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Uh, we are here broadcasting live. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Paul, the producer. Hey, hey, hey. And uh, everybody else want to join in? Yeah, this show's on Ronnie. control. Yep. Ronnie, we're on the air, we're, buddy. Uh, they're having a party over there. Yeah, no, they're doing their they're own. They're not thing. even drinking. Uh, <laughs> we have Mr. Matt Booth uh, sitting in the studio. Hey, Hi. I just tasted Ooh. Room 101 gin for the you first put time. That in your mouth hole. I so I said to Adam, "There's citrus. Not, there's citrus gin, in this." I'm not a gin guy on any level. I am, but Personally. only certain gins. Like, I really like. Hendrix. I am extremely particular. No, Hendrix is terrible. You're a. Terrible oh no, I really guy. like Hendrix. And Hendrix the Hendrix rep, the the national brand ambassador, Charlotte is. A delight. Dude. I mean, my wife is the most beautiful woman in the world, but she's I don't the close know what second. The fuck donuts these were? She's delightful. Good save. But uh, I like did Seven Eleven donut. Seven Eleven. If you're Asian. <laughs> donut. I don't know if it's the uh, four Bloody Marys I've had already or not, but that was a fucking good donut. Uh, <laughs> Ronnie Heisch is here. Robert Caldwell is here. Matt Booth is here. Oh, hello. Well, can, can we tell people who the Fuck Ronnie Haysha is not yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie the- Haysha is the most hated retailer in the entire fucking country. Well, why, to the- how, why, why, why do I get that sentiment from a wow. lot of internet what, what sensation? You, what is it you're doing to people? Only to manufacturer. No, so a lot. So, yeah, like, she started the shitstorm. Let me tell you how. Like, tell I'll me tell you how. Hold on a second. No, let me interrupt. Ronnie okay. Okay. Has he can't explain why we hate him so much. Oh, we as. So by Brando, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the uh, like, no, Brando. No, Brand- no, well, you can explain why you can explain. I'll tell you. Consumers love you, 
manufacturers always I love like him. every manufacturer. No, no, no. I'll every tell you why. What you do? I'll tell you why. No, I'll uh-huh. tell you why. Because Ronnie will send, like, this I mean, my story. a three thousand word oh, fucking about. essay text message to you, inclusive of videos, screen captures, and shout outs. That is true. And it's like, I mean, your thumb, <laughs> you get like, you get like carpal. Dumble, but, but scrolling through the goddamn message, and then you don't respond, and he puts dot 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 question mark, and you're like, "Fuck you, I'm at an event." Yeah, no, no, <laughs> listen, yeah, I, 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 I actually made a post. If anybody has the, the I'm already drunk. If anybody has nice. the decoder ring that's required to understand, oh yeah, you said this, yeah, Ronnie Hacia's post, please send me one. Because like I can't understand what he posts half the time. I'm losing my mind. The post, I don't like it. Do you? Ever, I get it. Do you ever reread what you write? At so, any given point? First of all, I don't text. I use voice dictation. Well, there's oh. your problem. Oh. So the fucker can't So you're just rambling. I'm, I'm so just cheating. I'm greater than Siri. Siri, <laughs> you bitch. Hold on a second, though. <laughs> Let me tell you what started all this. So <laughs> I'm going to so bust your balls, so wait, I hope you're ready. Why don't you tell people a little bit first? You have a cigar shop Name in Name your shop, where it is. Name yeah. your shop. So it's called Secreto, which translates for secret. secret no shit. Spanish and Italian. How'd you figure that out? Oh, no shit. shit. Juan Lopez. <laughs> that was a Juan Lopez and me thing. Did you pay a fucking translator for that one? Juani. And this was an exclusive cigar that was made for your bar by Steve Saka, right? The Let Dunn me hold Durma. that box. Robert's done many as well, but he doesn't execute like Saka, but thank you. Wow. Dundurma. Ooh. Ooh. Low blow. But listen, I can respect any guy that would say that while you're sitting next to him. See, That's if you weren't, He knows If that. you weren't in the room and no he said that, it, it wouldn't work as well for me. But you're sitting hmm. right there. It's cool. Yeah, hmm. but you want to know something, though, in fairness to saying that, and I hate to give any fuckers shine, because I don't stroke children that are younger than me, especially my same Dude, same sign. Don't stroke children. Don't stroke children. We've determined everybody's younger than you, so. Yeah. He's, he's mad because I don't promote and push the fucking shit that goes to the retailers online, right? You, you don't but do so, a, You're not heavy on social no, media promotion. No, here's the thing. But it wasn't him. But here's the thing. So, like, my Lost and Found project, right? We do a lot of small store exclusives. So, right. there are 1,000 cigars, 2,000 cigars. It's not possible to push and promote all those retailers online because you end up forgetting about people. Of course. Or you make a mistake and you fuck up, and then you pay the price when that happens. So, he as a retailer wants me as a manufacturer to pump and promote a product that's exclusive to a store. A little run. Yeah, a little run. Right. Which we just had a little run, and I posted a little link to our little yeah, run. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Got but you see, Abe's a good retailer. He sold it out in two days because he did his fucking job. I, I don't think it lasted two oh, days. I don't, I don't think it did either. Yeah. So now I'm, the rebuttal he ain't ready for. Can I get another drink? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. What do you need? Right. So we're going to start back the to the genius factor. Me and this guy. Thanks, You're man. Right. I'll have another. Thank you. So oh, these hate are nice. it is a funny thing because brand Get guys, closer to the mic. That means we need to cuddle. Um, there was a time in like 2014. I'm not kidding you. I sent this. Shut that fucking music. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. So this guy. What is that fucking music? Bro. Just continue. Go with it. Just go with it. Rage Against the Machine. I get it. But that with me, it doesn't mix. So That's listen, Colin, our board guy. This guy sent, this was genius, guy my sent man. some cigars, right? We placed our first order with Caldwell. And it was right. interesting because That's we legit Ronnie's. got, I'm not kidding you, I messaged Robert every fucking sale of every stick that came out of the joint because at one point we were 70 plus, there's no juice in that, but fuck it. What do you yeah, care? Sure. You don't need juice. You get distracted so easily. 70% of our sales, yeah. I'm yeah, not there kidding is, you, 70%, and he knows this, 70% of my sales on weekends and over 60% during the weekday were Caldwell Cigars. And this ran about wow. a year and a half. That's like miraculous. 
Does so that my happen? Dad, that's yeah. yeah. You have no that's clue. awesome. You, you have no clue. My dad literally will only sell off one wall. Six walls in the humidor would never sell. So the first thing I did was why I compare him to other brands. Called Robert up one day. I'm like, bro, I need fucking cello on these fucking things. And like weeks later, literally two weeks, cigars were celloed. Message him, motherfucker, if you're going to put cello on a cigar, you need a UPC. A week and a half later, done. Executed everything to perfect because the cigars were already great. And then we went up to like 150 SKUs we're at now, 160. We have SKUs that he Of has Caldwell cigars? Easily. Yeah, because- You I got did, 160 no, SKUs? No, but we, we, do little, we do little fun things for Ronnie's store. Okay. Right. Uh, no, but you're wrong because you've okay. got well over 100 and something. Dude, you nah. have a lot of SKUs. Dude, well, that's a lot of, of SKUs. Out of, between you and LaBarba. It's too many SKUs. Yeah. Him. Yeah, well, uh, thanks, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think we got like Excuse 65 me. or 70, but you got a lot Hold of Hold on, but you have sizes you don't make anymore, I exactly, still get. Yeah, exactly. so I still get all the sizes that he doesn't make for other shops anymore. I still buy, they all sell equally. Nothing changes. It's my favorite brand to sell in the shop, without question. So in saying that, people started calling us from all over the country, retailers. And I got started people like befriending you. Hey, how are you? Listen, what sells by Caldwell by everything? <laughs> no, no, for real. What skews should we carry? Every, I'm talking guys from Pittsburgh, people I've never heard of. So they call the shop. We don't answer our shop phone. So, <laughs> wait, what a great wait, business wait, wait, model. Wait, wait, great customer wait, service. What? We don't We're answer sorry, the, the number phone. you have dialed. Why not? In service at this time. It's a pops thing. We don't fucking answer the phone. People ask questions. Can we get this limited? Because this? it's you have this. Yeah, we don't so wait, wait, wait. Oh, you're turning away business by not answering the phone, and you're okay with this? We didn't make our money in cigars, but anyway. Ronnie, so, is your dad? Is your dad the guy that's in the shop? All the fuck the yeah, older guy, and he's yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some great videos of him online. He's if got, I love him. He's got two people he likes in this industry. Two. Robert One. Caldwell, Steve Saka, and that's like saying fucking Antarctica and Hawaii. <laughs> so Yeah, pretty much. No, mm-hmm. those are his two favorite people in the industry. And the crazy thing is, is that like people don't get it. Like we had almost a three year run where we sold pretty much everything you only. Like literally three years. My shop wouldn't have been listen, as much as I hate to say it, because I never think the brands mean fuck all to the shop. I mean you have a sum of a bunch of brands, but our shop kind of made its bones from Caldwell Cigars and Lost and Founds. That's kind of where our shop got its boutique market rep for our area. That's all we did. Detroit's a tough market just in general, though. You got 112 of one shop, so, and I came from that. 112 place. shops, you mean? Uh, no, no uh, one retailer. One retailer with 112 shops. Who is that? Met- Wild Bills, Metro Detroit. He's got 112? Monsters. What's he doing? That's right. 112. What's he doing with them? I mean, full lounges? Rolling in cash. He came into Ohio Are they now. like quick in and out cigar shops? Oh, no, wow. they got head shops in there. They got everything. So he's a whole mix. Yeah. But yeah, it's a monster though. Um, but the thing is, is that like, you know, when you talk about brands that hate you, it's, it's a real thing because I'll call somebody up and say, I don't like this, 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 and this about your stuff. I mean, we message Roma every day for no you. Who? Roma Craft for no Who's UPC. He? Uh, Here we oh, go. is that Skippy? Uh, Michael's Alice's company. Skippy Peanut Butter? Best rep in the business, Danny Vasquez. I refuse to say the other guy's name for a whole show. Why? Because, uh... I thought that was Danny Vasquez. You guys are fighting? No, fuck no. That's oh. my lifeline if I'm ever playing Trigger Pursuit with somebody. I need him. <laughs> that guy has a fucking... He's got, like, you know how they say retard strength? He's got retard brain. That's <laughs> Oh, wow. That's my lifeline. Yeah, no, Skippy. that's... Smart motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not cigars. Like, everything else. <laughs> All you got to read is those bionic posts of his, man. He's got a fucking brain on that one. He likes to ha-ha every comment. 
<laughs> that's not <laughs> him. That's his daughter, Fiorella. He, is he that what he is? Use the iPhone. What do you oh, think he can answer to every one of those fucking cigars? <laughs> I've been telling him to <laughs> hire someone to do <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's... you know, my dog just died in the backyard. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Well, you know it's I mean? it's almost as bad as as Lars Teton's. He does the picture of himself. Yeah. Did he you used see to that? be good looking at one point? I don't mean that in a bad no. way. I thought he was, was he beautiful like a, now. I, I don't know. No. no, no. Was Wait, there what? like a punk version of him? Like, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, you, well, you said good looking. There's a difference. I'm a hundred years old, according to you guys. So what I'm saying is, I used to see a younger version of that guy that I saw at the show. That I think yeah, I yeah, we by. all get old, dude. <laughs> yeah, we all get old. I it happens. No, that look turned into like alien art form. I'm not saying that in a wow. way. I'm, saying it was right. like a, I'm not from, saying like, that in a mean way. A young way. Matt Booth to like it's evolution. Like, it's evolution. I, I don't know where it came up, but I saw some early pictures of you, man. Yeah. Oh, Booth yeah. Was a well, the first thing both my wife and I said when we saw B. Him this one, weekend, baby, uh, was, "Oh, you got gray." Yeah. Cigar business. I mean, literally, like in one year. Can I mm-hmm. some like I don't know when we had oh, dinner yeah. with the wife and, and and the kid. This was probably I would say a but year ago. Yeah. You had no gray when we saw you then. Yeah, like man. it just happened. It might overnight. have been two. Yeah. Are you are you going to? Are, are you ever going to add? Col- are you ever going to add color? Or are you just going to go straight white? I don't know, man. I got to see what it looks like first, and then I'll go from there. I think that you're going to color your hair because you're me, from that me, part me, of the country. <laughs> if, if my if my beard would grow uniform white. Like it was right. like solid white, like, right. like a seam stock of white. I'd be cool with it. It's the peppering of the pepper and salt all over the place that drives me nuts. Like Some that. people find that to be the most pleasurable I don't. Mix. I like that. I guess maybe it had a good pattern, but mine, like I looked. Like but a, also, I got light colored. I looked hair, like a so silverback gorilla. It. Like it was right down my chin, and everything <laughs> else was like colored. But like down my chin would be like, you know, white. So. Speaking of that tranny transgender, did that excite you? Did? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So oh, you boy. actually upset my father. Oh wait. Oh, oh no. So so like I'm like on pop's shit list now. I can't wait for you guys to one day meet. He's I, gonna go off. Am on I on pop's shit list? No. You know who you fucked up the taste in his mouth forever. He saw the Steve knows. He saw the oh, picture no. of Saka dressed like a broad. He won't smoke Saka cigars anymore. No, no, it's not that. He he said we told him that I grabbed the phone. I said, Dad, Steve came out. He said, came out what? And I showed him <laughs> And he's like, what is this, man? I'm like, that's Saka. It's your boy. And he looked, he goes, no. He's like, he lost like a, a dog. <laughs> and he was looking at it. He was so serious. And all the guys that looked at him, they're like, what happened? He's like, I thought he's married. I said, well, Dad, you can be married. And he just <laughs> came out. It was a... Look at and Caitlin. I called up Steve and he's like, bro, Pops is really, really sore about this. And then I said, Dad, look, he's even selling his tits at an auction. He's like, no, 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 for real, man. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, midlife crisis, you know. The guy just came out. Dude, that auction raised $6,000 for breast cancer. More. Yeah, well, I mean, crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, that thing, just when I showed him you, I told you you looked like one of my aunts. I know. Sister, not, the one, not one of the good-looking ones. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, actually, you said I looked like a Actually, you said you said I looked better than one of your aunts. You look better than my yes, aunt. Yes, yeah. Beautiful like man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That make, just sends shivers down my spine. Listen to me. Right. I've already. Neither region. You're all suspect here, but I, I, I hey. literally have a list now of manufacturers that I will attack annually. Okay. I'm going to do an annual drag event <laughs> that 100% raises money for breast cancer. Um, Association. Matt will so. do it in a heartbeat. Uh, he, he's not going to, you're not going to have Come to convince on, him. Listen to me, the fun, the fun's not going to be, even though you will buddy. do it, but the fun won't be in the Matt Booze. So it's the guys that you know that will but, never, ever do but it. But Robert might do it. might be a standoff. You you wouldn't dress and drag, would well, you? Yeah, of course I would. Oh, See, you would? There you go. Uh, okay. okay. We need the guy. Miami Beach for 12 years, man. I'm a fucking natural. <laughs> Come on. Tony Vallada mm-hmm. would pay you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. 
If I did it, Tony would do it then. Wow. So you got two uh, for one. True. My, my, my. No, I'm going to I'm gonna make it an annual drag event. I'm more Who was it that said that? Oh, Eric. Eric, Eric yeah. Espinoza said he would never do it. So that he's the one he, we have to go after. He's the tough guy. That's right. Yeah. 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 Oh, he no, said, I'm, I'm getting Eric Espinoza. Don't worry. He doesn't know it yet. He said, oh, no. Abe said he's to him, if we, if we were going to raise. My word, mark my word on KMA Radio. He doesn't know it, but I will get him in drag. <laughs> Abe said to him, if we raise $10,000 for breast cancer awareness, you wouldn't do it? He goes, I'll write a check. <laughs> yeah. He, he actually said that. I, he's I he's that old yard. school, like Cuban, kind yeah. of tough Miami. Like, it's all right. That's I think his dad a, would give him best, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. his dad would give him so much. Yeah. That's the best guy to yeah. get in drag. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Put the rest. Is that right. our first dollar bet? Oh, you want to bet a signed dollar bet? Oh, you're crazy, yeah, yeah. dude. On the air. On the air. Handshake. Oh. Yes. Wait, I need to Observe see that handshake. Right there. Right there. Yes, right sir. Right. Right. Wait, I just want to clarify now. There's, is there a time limit on this? Okay. Okay. Well, no, I'll give you three years. Within the next three years, I'll get him in drag. Cool. Is that fair enough? Cool, cool. As a true Chaldean, I'll give you 10 to 1. Oh, done deal. 10 Dollar to bill. 1? Dollar oh. Can, can I bet $10? You can bet whatever you want. $10. Well, I bet you $10. Wow. I don't want to hurt him because I know I know I'm going to get it. That's a, that's an $10. How well do you know Eric, Ronnie? I actually have been a big fan of Eric's for a long time. That's not we what he asked. At the show. That's yeah. I'm not. That's a, not what he asked. Because Abe well, knows Eric. I'm, listen, I, I, listen I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm a fan of uh, you know whatever actress, <laughs> no, whatever. I've, but I've been a fan of Eric's for a long time. He was actually one of the first early guys I smoked in boutique. Um, so. But what I'm saying is, out of all the industry the show, guys... And I can tell you, my senses tell me there's no fucking nothing in him where he's dressing up like a shit. But, but I'm going to tell you this. Out of all the industry brothers. guys, we yeah. know... I would say Eric is, out of like three people, the closest to eight. Like, I mean, they're they're very close. Great. I mean, as close as anyone Sorry. else has Great. been to I him. I make ten bucks, sign. That I know. Sorry. And no, you know what? So you I'm don't do you. fucking math. The That's the truth. You the Jordanian. Ten the, times ten the, to one is a hundred dollars. Say it again. You're I gonna... said ten to one. You put ten dollars. That's that's right. I'm yeah, gonna, that's a hundred dollars. The hundred dollars would be my Here biggest bill it. ever. Yeah, a fifty. You my have a fifty, right? I got a lot. Of I got a fifty. Does Ronnie so... know how it works? He has to write. You were right. Yeah, Abe, I was yeah. wrong. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 and I even predict it'll happen within three years. So, uh, if not sooner, I thought it would happen this year after after Lizona Palooza because you were so steadfast in getting him to do it. We were walking out, and Abe's like, "He's gonna fucking do it. Don't worry. You're gonna do it. It's yeah. gonna happen." <laughs> it's gonna happen. I'll get you a sharpie. Yeah. So uh, Adam's I, got plenty. Yeah. He's a, I will fly. Oh, yeah. I will fly to Detroit for that motherfucker to sign that bill <laughs> and take a, a fucking selfie. Yeah, well. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I don't even know. Do we have breaks anymore in the show? Yeah, we should do a break. I think fuck? right. Uh, or no? Yeah, we can. It's so tiring. Yeah, why don't we do another? All right, break? fine. We'll take a little break. I get to make Abe another Bloody Mary, and yes. uh, we'll be back more with you here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hi, this is Nish Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. I want to introduce you guys out to our Old World Reserve Corojo made in a Honduran facility. What a beautiful medium-bodied cigar. When you light it up, it's got a gorgeous white ash, and you get that sweetness from that delicious Corojo wrapper, a little bit of spice, and a lot of nuttiness. Go to your local brick and mortar, check out the Old World Reserve Corojo. You will not be disappointed. 
Again, what a delicious cigar. Nestor Miranda Special Selection, the original collaboration with My Father Cigars, returns. A cigar for the movers, the shakers, the grinders, the doers, the builders. A cigar for those who give a firm handshake. If you're not afraid of starting with just $20 in a dream, we know all about that. Nestor Miranda Special Selection is an all-Nicaraguan masterpiece full of rich, deep flavors and complexity at an exceptional value. The original is back and made for those who know all about getting out there and doing something spectacular. Spectacular. Here's to the hustle. Available now through your local tobacconist. Hello, this is Glenn Case, owner of Christoph Cigars. There's nothing more important to me than family. That's why I treasure the moments with my wife Terry and our son Christopher, aka Christoph. When we have those rare moments to talk about life, there's nothing better than smoking Christoph to enhance our time together. For Terry, it's our Christoph Sweet Tip Cuban selection. For Chris, our Sumatra, and for me our original Maduro. Enhance your family time with Christoph Cigars. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and its master ligador, Steve Saka, is crafting the very finest cigars available today. One such brand is his Todos Los Dias. This liga is very smooth with taste of dark chocolate and figs with a nice sweet chili pepper that escalates in warmth as you smoke it. On the palate, it feels like a medium-bodied smoke, but it's lying to you as the cigar is quite strong. From the first puff, there's no doubt of the origin of Todos Los Dias, or that it's intended solely for the seasoned cigar smoker. Viva Nicaragua. With over 20 years in the cigar industry, Eric Espinosa has done it all. He began in retail, became a sales manager, developed and owns his own brands, and today is internationally known as a manufacturer of top-quality premium cigars. Nothing gives Eric more pleasure than to be able to make his own cigars for consumers worldwide to enjoy. Experienced cigars made in the Espinosa way. La Ranja Reserva, Murcielago, 601, and Espinosa Habano in Connecticut. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. On a remote island in the center of Nicaragua's largest freshwater lake is a small valley that rests between two active volcanoes. This is the island of Omitepe, and it produces some of the rarest and most flavorful tobaccos in the world. Rafael Nadal, creator of the brand Aging Room, has issued Omitepe Tobacco to create his newest masterpiece, the Aging Room Bin Number 2. Why not experience one of the most complex and elegant flavor journeys available? And pick up a Bin Number 2 today. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year, with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th and Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sun Grown or Maduro. Great and fun times are always made better with great food. Come experience a new menu by Rum Shack at the world-famous Spearmint Rhino in West Palm Beach. Featuring exciting new and delicious offerings, experience their one-pound New York Strip Steak Special for just under $15 daily until 10 p.m. Enjoy a fine lunch without breaking your wallet every Tuesday and Saturday from their $7 lunch menu. No matter the time or day, the kitchen is open till close at Spearmint Rhino, West Palm Beach. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. I'm Adam K., the brewmaster. With me, of course, Paul. Uh, Hey. 
Dude, and, uh, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, this has been a crazy show. This thing part. Make sure you go back and check out the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. Uh, for the archives, Look, what's there's going a party on? going on over uh, here. Absolutely. All right, I'll the, uh, say it. What the f- going on here? Yeah, well, thank you, Colin. The Room 101 gym is currently going and flowing live. It is wonderful. If you can get your hands on it, you can. Did we, in, uh, did we start? Yeah. Did we start? Yeah, yeah like an hour. This ago. is madness. It is madness in this room. Yeah, total madness. This There's a lot of stuff going on. Out of control. Yeah. I'm just sitting here promoting Room 101 gym <laughs> available They're planning in lunch after the show. They don't even hey. know what's going hey, on. Hey, guys, you know we're on the air here. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. We can, uh, we can talk about what's going on, man. How we doing? Uh, with us, of course, Mr. Uh, Matt Booth. You okay, buddy? I am great. Excellent. Great. Fantastic. Dude, uh, we got some good Bloody Marys here. No one wants a Bloody Mary? I desperately do, but I will pass. It's really good. I don't drink it dry. And we even bought the habanero sauce to Ooh. spice oh, yeah. it up. We could give him a virgin Bloody Mary. No. Uh, no, I cannot because we pre-mixed it. So. Or just say it's a virgin Bloody Mary. Also true, but... <laughs> I'll have a little sip. There okay. you go. Make boofy right. one. <laughs> Shout out Joe Holtman, cigar industry legend. I, I sneak that in every time I do this. So Really? Yeah. That's my dog. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Mentor? Or just... No, no, no. no. Mentor? He's just, just a, well, a friend. He's a good friend. <laughs> and a cigar industry legend. Okay. Awkward silence. <laughs> yeah. Never heard of him. Pay story. more attention to me. I don't know who What he are we going to talk about next? I want to talk about your don't cigars look at them, look at me. and your brands. Perfect. So, because you've got... Now, we, the, you, the big thing about uh, Room 101 Jewelry oh. no, is cool. that Room 101 Jewelry is available in basically every... Is it every Nordstrom in the country? No, no, select, select doors. Because, well, all the ones I shifts, know of, it's it, available. It shifts all the time. Like, they change the locations they carry it at. Okay, so you That's can so find nice it. nice of them. Yeah, this, you know, keep, yeah. keep them guessing. Yeah. That's good. Well, I mean, men's jewelry is kind of oh having a like a, a resurgence now, so it's got to be good for you, I'm finally. assuming, right? Oh, my God. Why yeah, do you finally. think that is? You know, everything is cyclical, man. It comes it comes around, you know? Um, we had a big... Now, and, and every time it, it realizes itself in a little bit of a different fashion, right? But we had a big surge uh, from the L.A. Silver side back in the late 90s, early 2000s, um, and that completely crashed and burned when the economy tanked mm-hmm. in 08. And, you know, there started to become an immersion, an emerging market in like alt metal and things that were more affordable, right. but still, you know, visually appealing and whatnot, more, more obtainable. Right. But you have you have both in your collection. You have alternative metal you have, but you have also precious metals as well. Oh, no, he does precious metals I got so, it all. and diamonds and his and, mm-hmm. and what's cool about mm. Matt's line, if I can. Nerd out a little bit on the jewelry side because I, I worked in jewelry. Nerd Please, out. nerd out. I'm basking. In no, this but he uses right he now. uses semi precious stones that a lot of people don't even they don't know about or hear about. Like he uses hematite, he uses malachite, he uses mm-hmm. really cool looking. Like you'd see it, Abe, and you'd be like, "Wow, that's an awesome looking stone. What the hell is it?" A lot of jewelers don't use it. I don't know. If, I don't know well, why that is. But look, man, the reality in that world, as with anything else, is everyone just kind of. One person does and everyone follows, you know, and and seasonally people are like, oh, what's, you know, what's hot now? It's like, uh, you know, tantalum was the hot shit like uh, two years ago, a year ago, right. whatever. Right. And it's, so it's sick for whatever reason. So in anything that I've ever operated in, I just do whatever the fuck I want and see fit for my products. And I do not care what anyone else is doing. So um, I'll have my day in the sun based on how trends cycle over. You know, there'll be a moment where what I'm doing is the coolest thing on fucking earth, and they'll <laughs> right. go back to being obscure and 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 not on point with what's uh, trending, right? And that's just how it goes. 
It's it's, it's a cool it's a cool concept. It's cool stuff. If you haven't seen it, room one oh one dot com is room one oh one brand. Room one oh one brand dot com. Then but the gin. But you also, you also have some stuff sold in major department stores too, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we've been dealing with Nordstrom for about five years. There you go. Yeah. And you have a store on Madison Avenue, correct? Uh we had a shop and shop there. Oh you in, did? In, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? Oh, it went swimmingly. Swimmingly? Yeah. Oh. We actually sold some really killer There's pieces out of there. Out of the window. I've never really heard. Swimmingly. Okay. I like to use language. Is that a positive adjective I would say or positive. a negative adjective? I would say positive. It's got to be the, one of the most expensive ventures ever for the company, I would assume, or no? Uh, I... it, it was, I mean, it, everything everything comes with a cost, right? Right. <laughs> well, you know? Especially But there. it was a good look. <laughs> yeah. It was a good look. It was a good look. Gotta mm-hmm. love that, yeah. Uh-huh. What's, you what's... sold an expensive bag, didn't you? Oh yeah, no, we did. We sold one of our our bespoke uh, ostrich duffel bags out of the window there. Oh, what? Okay, those what? are lovely An ostrich bags. Hold on, duffel bags. What? Suck my dick, Tom Ford. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Sorry, it was like it sorry. was like it was like a, it was like the same price as that fucking banana. Oh, get the fuck out! No of man, not the, what does not, the bespoke, not the banana. Hold on, what does a bespoke room one hundred and one ostrich bag? Now this is a man bag. I'm assuming it's uh, like a duffel. Yeah. It's very nice, cylindrical. Okay. And how yeah. much did that go for? A kitchen remodel. No, I mean like with tax, <laughs> like you know, like twenty G's. Something. Oh, oh for a duffel, it's American well, dollars. And it's a lot. It's, it's American. It's a dollars. lot of leather because it's a large. Do it's you, a large piece. Do you piece, own one so. of these, Ronnie? No. Ronnie just woke up. Like, no. What? He I'll send you a twenty thousand dollars double bag. What? I'll throw that at you. I tried to commission you to do a piece for me, and you've yet to do it. What? What do you need? I asked you to do a wallet on a change that led into a rubber band. A what? Into my front pocket. I asked you to make those for me. A what? Oh fuck. Wait, I didn't well, do what it. he said. What is it you I, want? I did not understand I, I don't any know. He's gonna words have to, he's gonna have to, his mouth. He wants he's a have wallet to on did a you, chain. Did you understand what he wants? I, I'm going to need that in writing. Yeah. Um, you, want a, you want a chained wallet? And a rubber band? With, wallet, with a rubber band at the, the end. pocket that holds money rather than credit. Like, he he, we talked about this story. He's just, um, I fed him too much that day. <laughs> Since I'm sitting in the middle, can I middleman this and take a piece? Yes. You're the broker. Put some long leather king shit on that shit. What, right. what about the cigars, Matt? What's what's new with the oh, cigars? cigars? Yeah. Oh, you know, like you know, not much. Just relaunching our entire cigar brand. You know, payback. Payback is that's the, the big payback. payback. Back. The real big payback is back in market. Is it back at the same price point? It's actually back and more affordable than ever. Oh, sir. get out of here! Absolutely. Oh. What's the price point of the big payback? Uh, Robusto MSRP is six dollars fifty cents American currency. And the size on that cigar is a five by. 50. Nice. Yeah. If you adjust for inflation, it's cheaper than it was before. That's correct. That is actually my point. Look at The Economist over here. <laughs> and also, I've been reading Harvard Business Review books at night. The Economist. Thank you, sir. The Economist. And in Thank contrast, you. beats any other value premium product in market on the shelf. Thank you. And who's making this cigar for you? Uh, we are making that proudly with the kids at Hatsa in Donnelly, Honduras. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is Hatsa like the cousin of Natsa? Do you it just want it sounded to be? right. Do I don't want know. It to be? I, I've had I'll be lot. whatever you want. I've had a lot of Bloody Mary. Make him another Bloody Mary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where that was going. <laughs> so so we make, you know, we're in. And like what I said, is the HATSA acronym for? Do you oh, know? man. Honduran American Tobacco. I mean, I'm just curious. Jam. I love the names like HATSA, NATSA, Agonorsa. Tabasa. Right. Tabasa. It, it is. I think it's Tabsa. Honduran American Tobacco S.A. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. See, there's a guy who there knows. Go. Wait a minute. There you you're, go. Do, you're doing a cigar in Noxa now, though. Noxa or Hatsa? No, Hatsa. Noxa. You're doing one there. No, not a Noxa. There's, not, doing there's a Noxa? No, no, yeah. no not senator. Yet. That's not loose, yet. That's loose factory. Oh, Noxa. that's loose factory. Yeah, oh, okay. that's loose factory. Right. With the Oliva family. Yeah, yeah. 
the Oliva tobacco family, not the Oliva, the Oliva cigar family. family. Yes, yes, yes. Anything right. uh, upcoming now that's exciting and new that we should know about? I mean, we're expanding the payback collection. Okay. We are continuing to expand our premium offerings. Right now we have our series called Farce that we make proudly with the William Ventura family. And Tom Burrill. It's like your new Bam! Buddy. Always been. Always been. And, of course, uh, some of our collaborative products, the tea that we make with our dear friend AJ, as well as our 10th anniversary. So oh, yeah, tell us about the 10th anniversary cigar. Yeah. And blood, sweat, tears, and other bodily fluids. <laughs> What's that's, that, that's what goes into the 10th anniversary? No, no, it's uh, 10 years in this business. What what, uh, what was the question again? What, tell us a little bit about the 10th anniversary, because we haven't heard much about that. How attractive do you find me? I mean, you know, you're, you're all right. Just all right? You're all right. Uh, all right. Wow, that was fucking insulting. Well, you're I'm not... All right. All right? Wait, listen, look at him, and he called you all right. Look <laughs> at it's him. It's manscape. Look all at right. him. <laughs> look at him, and he called you all right. All right. I'd be uh, I'd be extremely offended. Uh, sorry, uh, yes. well, you know you what? We'll be. discuss this yeah. later. You're not my type. You're Adam's mm. type. Ooh. Adam's Adam's into you. Ooh. Now he's deflecting. Yeah. Ooh. Now he's deflecting a little bit. That dude Ooh. wants me. He wants me. You what I like about right. Adam, his facial expression never changes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's stunned because because he has no fucking emotion, dude. He has no emotion whatsoever. Oh, I went to a rehab with a kid like that. Dude. <laughs> Borderline personality disorder. It's Adam, like your mom, his, his whole family died one weekend, and he's like, I have to go home. I'm like, why? He's like, my whole family died, and I'm like, it's heavy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, See you Adam. Tuesday. Adam could be walking by a fire with a glass of water. Like, dude. The building's on fire. He's like, okay. I mean, that's like literally his response. Uh, okay. So I found out something about Adam this morning, Abe. Ooh. And oh, I sure. think it no. might be an answer as to why he's the way he is. A psychosis neurotic break? Oh, what? Jesus. So he told mm. me, he told me that his mother had to put down her dog recently. And, and yesterday. Like, okay. So, so he yesterday. mentioned that. I thought, oh, was it the dog you grew up with? He said, nope. no, 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 no. They got the dog after I moved out. However, he said, when my dog uh, was put down, I got an email from my brother. An email. That's how they told me that my dog was put down. So you think this is why he's the way he is? Yeah. You're out of your fucking yeah, they mind, didn't have the, Yeah, they didn't have the balls to call him. You and know then what? he just became numb to the world. The second we can make 2% more money on this show, you're out as a producer. <laughs> you're worthless. I'm not that. He's been this way since calls. birth. There's yeah. some genetic, yeah. psychological DNA factor there, man. Something's wrong. I think something happened to him. Mm. Paul's infatuated with you. You know that, right? Know, he's, yes. he's a and fascinating know, human it being. Is. Paul, it's, our it's producer is like utterly infatuated with Adam, the brewmeister. He has no idea why. If anybody here wants to put money towards a documentary, I'd like to do a documentary about him. He's like not a, bullshitting. Please don't. Yeah, He should be a study. For sure. Oh, um, absolutely. Well, listen, See, that's he what I'm saying. Examine study. his habits. <laughs> I think he would be fascinating to see what he does all day from the moment he wakes up to the moment he goes to bed. Yes. I want I want like a 24-hour camera crew he's, to follow him. Too. What the stalker. hell does he do all day? He's a star. Hold on a second. You scare me that you want to see that. Yes. <laughs> Bro, Thank you. I've said it before. He's Thank a stalker. you. Something's wrong with him, too. Yeah. My I like reality TV. You call me a stalker, too, though. So uh, you're Don't listen to him. Okay, listen. Your stalker was playing out of love. You just got all bent like an Arab. Ooh. But, but yeah, he got bent like a quick Arab. But, but you know, Paul is a legitimate a stalker. Arab. Like, legitimate. Yeah, I don't know what's a quick Arab. Something, something's, he got, he got bent quickly like oh, an quickly. Arab would. 
Okay. Yeah, Arabs get Understood. Arab stalkers are terrorists. <laughs> 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 that, 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 oh my god. But but no, seriously, both my co-hosts have some psychological disorders. I mean, I'm, I'm sometimes I worry about myself. That's what makes us good co-hosts. Yeah. Oh, I got this a good is why we're good radio personalities. Please. Shoot. Oh. I, oh wow, this is delightful. Please. Matt Booth likes quickies. So, Go ahead. Someone hey. called me up. Oh my. <laughs> I thought you didn't Six, answer the phone. Ago. No, mm-hmm. they called my cell phone. Oh, okay. Facebook Messenger has like uh, Adam, anybody Adam, can Adam. call you. Yeah. Okay. So you they're like, hey, uh, do you know that Matt Booth uses the word Habibi? I said, what? Yeah, he's done it for a while. So I said, I got a question for you. Habibi. I said, he probably knows as many Chaldeans as I do. They said, what are you talking about? I said, we, well, I grew up in Southern California. Matt did. That's where we only live in two cities. <laughs> Not only that, they also have the Arabs on the other side. So... They're like, no, 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 for real. He used it in a post. I'm like, bro, you know, just because we're Middle Eastern, we don't own the fucking <laughs> oh, they were trying to, They were trying yeah. to take ownership of that. No, they were trying to start a beef. I'm like, yeah, I oh, love them. Habibi beef. So you can't use Habibi. I like Habibi beef. I got a screenshot where you said it. Somebody passed away. This was like a year ago. I don't know the guy. It was a cigar guy. Oh, this was Havana Phil. Our dear oh, friend. This was like yeah, a, I know he passed away, what, a year so or so ago? Yes, yes. A, yeah, so they send me mm-hmm. a screenshot another time. And they're like, is Matt Booth Middle Eastern? I said, well, he might have had some in him. I don't know. <laughs> and they're like, I said, why? And they're like, oh, there was a post. Somebody died in the cigar like world, it. and he called this guy a Habibi. Mm-hmm. So the first time I ate with Matt, I sort of made him my Habibi in different ways, but it was funny. Uh, yeah, that's scary. Comment. In different no, no, ways. We had a, different ways. We had a nice meal together. We had a okay. nice man brunch. Yes. It was it was so delightful. I I like to take part in activities that make me feel like a fancy lady. That's no, why we make gin. But that's right. how weird like cigar guys are. Like, you get a message from someone saying, Matt Booth used the word Habibi. Is that okay? We're like, what? And if I say no, are you guys going to go kill the right. guy? going to come wet me up. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Right. Justin Andrews. Why is that name familiar? Is that the guy who it's said a, it? It's a pornographer. Oh, okay. Well, well mm-hmm. thanks for sharing. Yeah. Of course. Robert, Robert got all quiet. He's stuck between Matt Booth and is, Ronnie Hayes. He's exhausted. He he's know. exhausted from this He doesn't know what see? to do. You see? It, the problem is he cooked dinner for Matt last night, so that's the problem. Yeah. That's true. A very fine pasta, I might yes. add. It was very good, wasn't it? It was t- I've never had a cigar great. manufacturer cook me a candle like I'm, that. I'm a come, very, very good didn't cook. Eric Espinosa just crib. do it at your house? I'm a very, very good there eater. There you go. It wasn't a candlelight dinner, Touché. dude. No. I just had candlelight. That was an Italian lunch. You I, added I, in the candlelight, candlelight part, dinner, yeah. dude. There's uh, some intimacy in a candlelight I didn't know. I wasn't invited. The mood affects the flavor of the food. I wasn't allowed at your house. Italian lunch. It's like an urban no, dictionary no. thing. Paul doesn't want me in his <laughs> house because he's afraid oh. that like, I'll go through his things. He's uh-huh. so weird, dude. He says he has said the weirdest shit. He's a medicine cabinet uh, dude, hoarder. Like, you know, he goes, he he goes thinks, through medicine the cabinets. Fact uh-huh. that he thinks, but who doesn't? No, no, I don't. Exactly. I don't. I don't. Let me tell you why. Cabinet creepers. The fact that yeah. he thinks that I would actually give a fuck what's in his medicine cabinet is just egotistical to me. I could care less what's in your medicine cabinet. Nobody puts opiates in their medicine cabinet. <laughs> Nobody's medicine cabinet. No. I'm just going to ask him for it personally. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, he had this whole trauma about walking his dogs that were going to go away for a trip. And they, like, live, like, a block from me. I'm like, dude, I would have walked your dogs. For you. <laughs> no, I would have been comfortable about you coming in your house. I'm like, what? Like, fuck you. I'm never going never gonna to offer to help you out with anything ever again. <laughs> Weirdo. Weirdo, dude. I got weirdo co-hosts. Oh, look at Matt Boofy trying to get a selfie. Oh, I am He's very selfie. millennial-like. Oh, I am take selfie. On. He really, yeah. You want to talk millennials, the guy right in front of us. Oh, dear. Big monstrosity. Hold on. Big I can't see Ronnie because you keep so, moving. You the, 
You can't you keep moving the camera. I just, I just, well, keep, I get a shared contact, right? So I would never even know how to do this. I'm not technologically savvy like that. Being I got tech a, savvy doesn't make you a millennial. Motherfucker's got yes, an does. avatar. Listen, it makes, he has an He's avatar got... of him, but like a little bit leaner, dressed all posh. Listen to me. Holding... First off, I, I find it very, very offensive yes. that they don't let you make fat avatars. No, right? avatar. Oh, they don't? No, fuck no. I didn't know that. I Bro, play you games have a sexy avatar. I play games and stuff like online. I want to make a fat avatar because I'm a fat dude. And they never give me a fat I, option. I, I was told that, you have like the premium avatars that you have to dude, pay for, and they're real, the they're real handsome he's talking looking. About texting avatar, you moron! Oh, oh. No, dude has the most. When I tell you, I tried to do one. It came out with some fucking punk rocket that looked like. Okay, but just so you, you know, have a badass avatar. I, I know, I know, but just so you know, you paid for yours. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> directly to Apple. Hold it's on. a bad motherfucker. Hold on, just so you know, I think the avatar that you're talking about is a cartoon. Hold on, is the piece of art. That was created for me as a Christmas gift by my staff. It's the one where I'm holding a drink and a cigar. That was actually created by my graphic so team. So this is the part where you play yeah. Buster Rhymes, A-Rab Money. <laughs> no, I'm serious. If you're talking about the one we with holding a scotch drink that. and a cigar, the avatar, that was a gift that's actually a painting in my store. It's a beautiful avatar. The well, fact that you send somebody a shared contact. The fact that you send somebody a shared contact with your yeah. personal avatar. That's not an avatar. No. Wait, that's not an avatar. What that's, is it? I don't even know the name. That's like, art. Not a millennial. No, wait, that's art. That was art that was created by my graphic team. It's an my, actual cartoon that's image an actual of cartoon. Aid. Yeah. It was created by my graphic team that they put on canvas and yeah. gave it to me as a Christmas gift. It hangs in my store. Okay. Yep. So, because so it was so cool looking, I use it as my avatar. So we're losing way of this show. We're going to bring it all no, no, no. back. The show it's is off, been now it's off, off the rails. Honest Abe, yeah. honest who I proved to be dishonest at one point in his life, um, I have Why a you couple do questions that? for your guests. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> what? I would Take like over to the show. Go ahead. Matthew Please, feel free. Matthew is going to be bringing back... My numero uno. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, to have a... My number two. Is he asking like retailer questions what is on a radio show? Yeah, he's, doing, he's doing business he on the air. Is he like doing business he on is. the air? Is, is that the tactfulness that he just sunk to on yes. in, in Red National Radio? I, 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 not to, not to put you under pressure levels. or anything. I will respond to him with the following. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. But only, only because you asked. And then for Robert Caldwell... Can we do a cigar? Are you all, fucking doing all. business? Doing look at him. Joke? Look at him Hell. rubbing the table. Do you see wow. his hand action? He, he, he's trying. Are you saying we? Or are you saying me? Pig. You and then I pay you in payments for the balance. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you know why? You know why? Because you don't know how to sell it like Abe. Damn. But Abe and I can do it. Okay, that's good. Ooh. Retailer shaming. Hey, listen, Ooh, I love shit shame. like that. I love shit like that. Wow. I promote Abe's product. Clearly, okay. He, he oh. called me a stalker for promoting his product. Are we going to talk about the business at all? <laughs> What? Wait, which, which, I mean, that's crazy that I'm saying that, right? I don't know. Because We've if I give a shit. So, actually, since you, you guys are Whoa. all fucking around. Yeah, I'm close to the mic, baby. Whoa. Um, Matt and I were, it's very weird because he slept over at my house and we were on the phone the entire ride up here. Yes. The whole intimacy. But we were in different cars. Kind of freaking out <laughs> yeah. But we, 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 do you want to share with him the friend zone? Well, you know, we, we have an ongoing fluid communication with one another and okay. you know so we flow from subject to subject right now the the subject of the friend zone cigar friend zone came up and i thought man you know he said this would be a great a great topic for for a big delicious show and i said of course so similarly when you the idea is that when you your our our job is to get close to endear our brands and ourselves to our consumers and, and, and let me interrupt huh 
One of them. When you say our brands and ourselves, we're talking about boutique manufacturers. I have absolutely. no idea where this is going. Yeah, absolutely. You'll, so you'll, you'll keep your face the Adam, same. You yeah. take your pants it. off when you talk to me. <laughs> okay. And we'll, we'll, let you, we'll, we'll help you. Don't change just, your face. Okay. Don't change right. your face. You come back. <laughs> keep your face the same. Don't change a thing, baby. He'll never have a fucking wrinkle in his life, though. No. Stone no. Face no. Jones. He just okay. got bags, perpetual bags. No oh, yeah. Since I was 12, yeah. Go ahead. So... So the idea is that we must we must endure ourselves in our brands. I can't tell. <laughs> I this is, is a good show. This is a good show today. Yeah, yeah people so. are liking okay. it. This right, is con- what are they saying? What are you they saying on the internet? Let me let me. They said that I'm wrong. Okay. Okay. The worst thing about cigar. The worst thing about the cigar industry is always talking about cigars. One of the great thing is the bullshit, right? So now they're getting the bullshit. That's what we do. I got no problem with it. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Okay. So so we must introduce ourselves because at this point, right, we're probably the most spoiled. Uh, we're at the most spoiled point in terms of quality of product that we've ever seen. I mean, they're, they're because there's a lot of good product, amazing yeah. product, yes. phenomenal product. I've said man. that a million times. Oh yeah. my god, man! I mean, I thought I thought when I began that that was at that point the best time to be involved no. in terms of the quality. So no, very few people are making shit right now. I mean, the, the people few. are making phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal products, right? So, so now what separates you from the pack? Is it a long story? Is like everything how, we have a limited show so oh dear do we God. though we don't. okay yes, no, we, we do don't. the bottom Shut, line is don't tell them you got to yeah. get close to these cats to endear yourself and to, to dear endear yourself the and cats your product being the consumers yes, yes as yes. a boutique manufacturer yes. yes like when you're a huge guy you don't have to do shit. You no, just, but listen, I'm going to tell you big that, fuckers. That's, that's just not for boutique manufacturers. That's for retailers. Also. That's what I like to do. I like to connect to literally my consumer base, and even those who aren't my consumer base, but I can potentially make them my consumer base, I like to connect with them on a personal level. So that 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 holds true for retailers, not just boutique manufacturers. And it, and it does give you phenomenal currency. But at the same time, if you get too close, baby, you, you get, get put in the friend zone. You get put in the friend zone. You get put in the friend zone, oh, and then you get no transactional coitus. So this is what. See, so 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 this is. <laughs> you understand what I'm talking about? This is a great phenomenon. I didn't see yeah. where this is going. Yeah. You get too close, oh baby. So then you get the, no action. You're in the friend zone that doesn't require any. Exactly. Support. Nobody has. So now you get a text from some guy. Step up to the register that somehow got your phone number because they don't realize that actually you do this for a living. And yeah, you yeah, yeah. Money. And yeah. then they text you a picture of a catalog <laughs> bundle, and they're like, "Hey, have you smoked this?" And you're like, "No." And then that same asshole shows up to your event smoking a catalog bundle. Yes. And, and then hands you one to try. Well, okay, so look. I hear you. Because, look, here's the thing that's happening in South Florida here. And I can only talk about South Florida because that's the region that I, I deal with. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can honestly comfortably say that I was like the event maker here in South Florida. Back 20 years ago, I was My doing man. events that had... Um, <laughs> Is that what, what the world is going we, on? We did that at the beginning uh, of the show. I, 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 I was doing events on? in a way that no other retailer was doing. I would have live music. I would have free booze. I had no bar. We'd have entertainment. I mean, it was a party. I was getting 200 plus, 300 people. Every event, every month between September and May, right? Oh, it's cigar. And it just died down because then everybody started doing it. No one really cared about coming to one of my events because there was an event every week somewhere, right? So the whole dynamics changed. And now they don't even appreciate, as a retailer, you having an event, right? Back in the day when I used to throw an event and I would bring in catering, right? Supply free food, Mm -hmm. bring in booze. I had no bars back then. Bring in free booze that we would enjoy. These guys all felt obliged to say, hey, let me support this shop. Mm Mm-hmm. 
let me come and buy a box. Let me buy a box from the manufacturer so they can see. My and they would come two, three hundred people wanting to support the event and support the shop because they were happy that one night a month I was giving all these cigar guys a place to come and hang out and party, have a good time, meet some manufacturers. And it was cool. Nobody gives a shit anymore. No. They want to okay. come to an event. In they, greats. They, they, they don't, well, I don't know, but this is my theory, right? Mm. This changed when I put bars in my stores, right? Okay. The, the, the dynamic of the bar changed the cigar event because now that they felt that they're coming here and they're buying a drink every 15, 20 minutes or 30 minutes, that their contribution on the cigar side wasn't a prerequisite of support for the event or the shop, right? So once I opened up bars, and, and you're, you're a fellow retailer who owns bars. I don't know if this dynamic worked in Detroit or not. But once I opened up bars, the dynamic of the support for the cigar side became completely different, and it's become very hard to throw successful cigar events in my cigar bars. Now, my, my few retail locations that don't have bars still throw old-fashioned, traditional, cool cigar events where guys mm-hmm. will come out and want to buy boxes because mm-hmm. they're supporting the event. They appreciate it. But the whole, as far as I, I mean, it's my guess, is the whole dynamic of the bar has changed the, how that works, right? And, and you have a bar, so you tell me. I mean, you're in Detroit, so it's not a region close to me, but that's what I've noticed. I haven't been able to throw, unless it's like a mega event, like we had a big delicious release a few mm-hmm. years ago where we released one of our microblades, and that was a big event, which Drop is different, hammer. right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just talking about a regular cigar event hasn't had the traction since I got into the bar side of the cigar industry as when I had just cigar shops with no bars. It's right. changed. Right. So I'm going to tell you, there's only... I'm going to tell you a couple principal owners and then rep-wise. The only company that I can actually do an event with that makes sense to me is Drew Estates. Um, when but they're I, just a marketing machine. Well, That's say, what they're when, good when, for. When I say there's no brand principal there, right? They're the, they're right. the Facebook cigar. So Robert set the bar for me early on. We did a back-to-back a Friday, Saturday event. This Robert. Oh, no, listen. I just when make I sure. tell you I don't give a fuck what anybody says in Detroit, we did back-to-back 10,000-plus days when this guy was 2014, Robert Caldwell. So you have to understand Detroit is a Rocky Patel, Perdomo, General Altadis mainstream consumer. To get that much cigars gone out of a shop on a Friday and a Saturday, and when I tell you we were there till like 2, 3 in the morning and started at like 2, 3 in the afternoon, we did like... Guys intimately want... And so like I got a lot of hater feedback from other brands. They were like... uh yeah, what's with this Caldwell fanboy shit? I said, he's a Scorpio. They're like, no, no, for real. I'm like, yeah. So. <sighs> Solid response. They, they kept saying all this shit about Solid. like the artwork on the bands. And it was all hater type yeah. shit, right? I said, so listen, I welcome embrace the concept and idea of any brand owner coming to my shop. Sell your fucking weight. So if my order's five dimes, you got to sell five dimes worth of retail, right? And the only person that ever did it up to that point for two consecutive years was Robert Caldwell. And so when this guy brags about having all these great cigars, I disagree with him. I don't think we, I think we have way greater cigars than we did seven, eight years ago. But there are certain cigars that mild, medium, medium plus to full. Anybody picks up and they say it's a great cigar. Hold on. Let me, let me just correct you on that. Because okay, go ahead. Are you using a classification of a great cigar as how it goes at the counter? Because I don't know how long you've been in the industry. I've been doing this 25 years. When I got in, there was a lot of shit cigars. 
you know, during the boom I'm when you couldn't find variants. And you're talking about the quality, Abe, right? right? The, I'm the production about, quality. I'm, and... I'm just talking about literally so the, the quality me, of the product. Right. There's a lot of quality product that doesn't sell. Yeah, so right? for me, mm-hmm. I don't, that's where we differ. A quality product that doesn't sell to me isn't a quality product. Okay, well, okay, listen, it's not that we differ. I'm just defining it right, right? right? but I think there's a reason. Because if I have to, if I have I've to been around codeine cough syrup to smoke I, I, a cigar. I, I, I know, but listen to me. I've been around in a day where there was nothing but shit product available, and that's what had to sold because you couldn't find any of the good shit because the boom wiped it all out. So, so you know, when I say there's more quality product being made today, a lot of guys are making good sure. cigars. Now, I don't run my shop as a fanboy. You run your shop more as a fanboy than I do. Sure. I run my shop I'll as, look, that. I'm here to deliver the product to the consumers. I don't smoke half of what's in my humidor. I don't care for half of what's in my humidor. And you say it doesn't matter if you like it or not. It doesn't matter because that's right. not the business yeah. I'm in. My business is being the conduit of providing quality product to the consumers that want it. That's the business I'm in. That's the livelihood I'm in. That's the, That's what pays my rent and feeds my kids, right? Me as a consumer is a completely different human being in what I smoke and what I enjoy. And I don't let the two mix. I seldom ever let the two mix. Now there are situations where there's guys I like, like a Matt, right? We're close friends, mm. I like him. So I you don't like Robert. <laughs> no, I like Robert, okay, but you know, I mean, no, no, listen, get, get, get strong, but, but you know, listen, Robert's here, right? And Robert's met in our, and we, we started carrying your brand not that long ago, two, three years ago maybe? Tops, yeah. right? So there are guys that I like that I, I like to do business with, right? But my shop doesn't always dictate it. Like we just had mm-hmm. a heart to heart talk mm-hmm. about it, right? I it's like true. Matt. I want to do more business yeah. with you. But if my clientele, if I, all I could do as a, as a retailer is put it in their hands, right? I could tell them, look, this guy makes a quality product. You should try this. If the consumer doesn't like it or doesn't buy into it or doesn't follow him or want to be part of the Room 101 universe or the Caldwell universe, there's nothing more I could do as a retailer, right? And there's guys that, I, there are situations where like a Matt or even a Robert where like, I wish I want to sell more of their product, but in the, the day I run my business, right? So I have, to, the ultimate person that I answer to at the end of the day is my consumers. That That's who I answer to at the end of the day. And I know for a fact, because I talk to a lot of people, not a lot of guys run their shops that way, right? So it just depends how you want to run your shop. So there's a, a lot of Abe Mass. So you're a big thing and you can't, you should be able to spread yourself around. To <laughs> I don't know where stores. you're going with this. But go I'm going to tell you right now where I disagree with you. What are those words that came out of your mouth? Yeah, I don't now. know where you're going. So go Adam's face almost changed shape. It did, <laughs> it changed, a little bit. It did so change a little bit. Where we okay, differentiate yeah. there is I'm going to go polar my two favorite, as I said. When you say you can't do something like that, so people call this guy socially introverted, awkward, weird shit, right? Comes to my shop, holds court every time he comes. Guys talk to him, guns, cars, bikes, cigars. He's a dude's dude. Just because another brand owner talks shit about a guy and makes it to where they try to make him not relevant. He comes to my shop, sells his fuck. I would never fucking stroke this dickhead's ego for nothing in the world. He makes me money. In the same respect, in the polar opposite different way, Saka comes in and fucking mutilates every record that he comes... First he's 20, next he's 31. I'm a little shop in Ferndale. When you do 140 boxes and you're in an event till 7.45 in the morning, you're a monster. Who who are you close with that you respect that doesn't sell product in your shop? Uh-huh. Good question. So that's, that's what good, I was going to get to. But this is what I'm talking about. So this what, we're going to get it to this. So that's exactly what I was going to tell you. Okay. So when you talk about your clientele not liking or not being able to sell a Caldwell product, I'm going to tell you this. I didn't say that. You said that. 
Okay, so you said that you would I like said, to do I, more business. I'd like there's certain right. people in my that I deal with every day. So let me tell I'd you like something. To do more business. Let me tell you something where, what, where we differentiate. I won't put something on my shelf. There's like thirty SKUs that I think suck dick that I would never, ever, ever What smoke. if your customers are walking through your door and they want that? <laughs> if I had fifty cents for every time somebody offered asked about to tell, I'd okay, be a millionaire. I don't see There's sell a it. difference. I'm not talking listen, I have a lot more probably client list than you, right? Sure. So I get thousands of Hey, do you carry this? You carry this. Yeah. You can't play that game. Yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when you have a demand, right? You have a bunch of people that are coming asking you for a brand and you don't like it. You don't carry it? No. Then that's not a good retailer as far as I'm I concerned. didn't say I was a good retailer. Would you, you call yourself a good retailer? No, no. No, no. Call yourself a I love I that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So and listen to me. I have if men. we were in the dope game, no, I wouldn't no. put out bad no, listen product. I, have, I want people to say I, he's got I the have, hottest I, shit. No, no. Listen to me. I have mad respect for that. There are guys that run that business that way, right? So let me tell you what's funny about that. So a lot of these guys who talk shit on you know, the internet and, or Facebook and all this about how great everything is. The book Bro, when I tell you I sell more in one of his events than I do six of their events, and then they get soreness. So when I, you talk about... Who, who's getting soreness? Does, but, well, but hold on. You guys I'm not understanding. Talking, you guys who's getting soreness? Uh, a little bit. I understand what you're saying. In it, not in my defense, but in defense of any unique brand, right? So, but there's a difference of like passion, what you love, and then business. And then there's an intersection somewhere. So your intersection might be over here. And Abe's intersection might be over No, I, I think we and, agree on that. And with brand owners, the same thing. I mean, like, there's a ton of cigars that I love to death that I would love to make and sell. And I can make and sell them, but are they going to sell? Or do I sell what sells? And that's the question. What do you do? I, I sell what fucking sells. That's what. And then, and then my pocket cigar is what I wish man. I could sell. That's what I do. I smoke cigar. what I enjoy, but my... Listen, look, if you can make it work... If you can make it work where you could be a fanboy and be passionate and run your shop under those parameters, God bless you. So right? you say fanboy, but you know what I say? I respect guys that I love in the industry as like when if everything died okay, in cigars. But here's the point. Do you love guys in the industry of product you don't sell? See, this is what I'm talking about. I got people that I love. I, I really like them. And I want to sell more of their product, but it won't go out my door. Yeah, see, the difference between me and you is I got, like, four fucking guys in the industry yeah. I like. See, I don't. So you mean... like too many people. <laughs> no, I don't. So that's no, a, guy, that's a I difference. Don't it's a like people. What I have is too many brands, right? right. I, so, I, got, I got a room full of, and I got a big clientele list, so I'm trying to cater to everybody. I got too many brands, and there are guys that I really would love. I'm like, I really like this guy. I need to, I'd like to find a way. And I will go, like, if they want to come and meet with me, how can we build our brand more? I don't know. Let's work it. What do you want to do? Let's do an event. I will go to the extra measures to try to build that brand because at the end of the day, my philosophy is today, there are a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of good cigars being made. It's not necessarily the quality of the cigar that's dictating how it sells because taste is taste is subjective. But see, let me tell you where my Uber geek guys and my guys that are real cigar smokers, where we're going to differentiate here. And I think you'll be able to respect the, one of the, at least the mutuals. Henderson comes to the shop. Okay. Okay. You got to remember, we got people who don't know who Henderson, Henderson is. Henderson Ventura. So if you're going to announce him, is, tell, yeah, they give us the background. Who they are. Who uh, cigar manufacturer. He, he's the, the the factory operator of 
our brands, and then also our he being has you, me and Matt. Okay, our majority, not all, but he makes some of our product. He's like ninety percent of Caldwell Skews, eighty yeah. percent of now Matt's, you know, hundred percent of Tony's, and ADB his own cigars. So let me tell you how crazy Tony beating the uh, four foot ten Tony Bellotto. He's five seven mentioned. and a centimeter. Okay. Yeah, okay. We, so we still love seven. you, Tony. <laughs> he's a centimeter taller than me. He we says. still love you, Tony. So let me tell you guys no, something crazy. So there's two guys I respect in this industry more so than most. Henderson, if he spoke English, would be a savage in the humidor with customers, um, but he speaks what Robert calls Dominican gutter. Dominican um, I didn't gutter. even know that was a language until he told me that. And then Steve Saka. So Henderson walked through my humidor recently. It's the second time he's done this. And I don't know if I told either of you this. Henderson smelled the bottom of almost every cigar, and then I gave him, every time he comes, I give him 35 to 46, smoke him. Really? Yeah, so this guy... Lot. I don't give a fuck. This is my boy. I mean, so, what are you going to do with it? Because I want him to look at what's out there and see, you know, just to see what where his palate is and what are, he thinks about the tobacco. Are you invested in his company? No. So he's somebody you really like and want to help? Hey, but I have money. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> about $87. <laughs> so, <laughs> after all this. Would so you listen, like to give damn. me some money out of your so wallet? So when I tell you, the guy smokes a cigar. He's a third in, and he throws a cigar. He smells the foot of the cigar. Fuck this. What's the matter, Henderson? That he gets crazy. This cigar is like seven months of aging on this tobacco. I like to use something five. He's crazy. Is he not crazy about tobacco? So what's nuts is True story. I'm going to tell you how fucked up this is. Why I don't care what people get along in the industry and who's in what click and who hits like on each other's posts. Saka's in the shop day before his event. I hand him an ADV, one of Henderson's cigars, a blue. A black. Steve Saka doesn't fucking say anybody's cigar is good. No, he's a... He's, a, he's smart. He's, he's playing chess. Everybody else is playing he says, checkers. He the says his stuff not is terrible give, half the time. He's, he's like, not oh, going to give kudos good. to anybody else's stick, right? So he's smoking an 80 boom. So what do you think about that? You know, and Steve, real quiet, he says, that's a good cigar. And I'm like, good. It's my favorite right now. So then he smokes another one. How, what do you think about that? It's a good cigar. But he doesn't say that about... Like, other 10, they'll be like... A third out in and turd, right? Henderson comes in and smokes a bunch of cigars. Guys that are friends of mine. Calls them all shit, right? He picks up a Sin Compromiso. And Henderson looks at me. He's like, he names three of the five tobaccos on the cigar. And does the same with Dundurma. But when it came to Sin, which I was very upset about, he liked it better than Dundurma. He said, who made this cigar? I'm like, why? This guy knows what he's doing. And I looked at him. I said, Steve Saka. And he just nodded. He mentioned a couple of cigars in his lineup that he wasn't a big fan of. He smoked them. But well, he had he, never smoked them prior. Doesn't mean if you're not a fan of a blend, doesn't mean the guy's not making a good so cigar. So what I'm telling you is when you not... talk about my shop, me being a fanboy, you call it, I like to rep the brands that have good tobacco, good sticks. Shit, when I sell it, I don't ever get any person saying they had any residual effect, didn't like it. I understand, but what uh, what I'm saying is you're basically calling yeah, the three. other side of the same coin. It's nice. Yeah, what, that's, what, we kinda go, he's kind of going right. around. You're it's a subjective thing. the other side thing. of my coin because... What you're dictating is what's selling, which is what I'm talking about, is what the consumer wants. Who, who's, <laughs> whose brand or who do you have respect for that doesn't sell in your shop? Daddy See, being slanderous, and I don't want anybody's cigar. No, but, not but, but to look, sell I will well. tell you, there are guys I deal with whose brands don't do I well. I don't in sell my size shop. dicks, so I don't sell 8x80, 9x90, 7x70. Guys that he used to work but, with, but, but, I wouldn't but, smell his Honda. But if your consumers want an 8x80, why aren't you selling it? I don't sell dick. I just have the one between my but legs. But why? I don't, because I don't believe in it. Okay, but you're not in the believing business. Yeah, well. 
when I go broke and fold. <laughs> no, but I'm just in, but this is what I'm saying. I'm not in the believing business. So we have a different I'm philosophy. The, I sell a pour of Pappy. It's you selling two boxes of cigars. I'm, you don't believe I'm, the liquor side. No, because I'm, I'm in the service business. Because look, at the end of the day, when I do interviews, just so you know, when I do interviews, and I interview every employee that works for me, one of my questions is, what is it you think I sell for a living? I don't sell cigars for a living. Because it's all the experience. Yeah. It's the truth, That's bro. But, no, but it's the truth because I'm going to ah. tell you why. Nobody walks out of my store Yalla. and says, oh, that's the best Sin Compromiso I ever smoked. Because it's the same Sin Compromiso the guy down the block is selling. Exactly. No one ever talks about that. Human beings are gregarious oh, by nature. Oh, as far nature. as that goes, people They're, come to see my dad. It's got fuck all to do with me. Listen, dude, my dad I, tells listen, everybody, I've fuck never, you, me, fuck I, him. I, I have, I've never met him, and I love your dad already. Yeah, everybody Just does. Just on social media. But that's what people want, right? I don't sell products because nothing that I have is that proprietary. 90%, if not 95 of what I sell in my retail operations is sold by everybody else. That's not the basis. So what I'm selling is an experience, whether it be the great smoke, whether it be a cigar event, whether it be limited edition product, whether it be how we acknowledge a human being the minute they walk through the door to the minute they leave. That's what I'm selling at the end of the day. See, you have 15 so, stores, though, so the difference no, is no, no, person no. in no, one No, 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 no. This is how I ran my store when I had one store. Right, okay? but that's where we differentiate. I have one shop, No, right? but I had one shop. Right. But that's how I ran my business. what's different is, so when a guy comes in and meets a principal, an owner, like Robert, like a Matt, okay, they meet those guys, it causes contagion after that. I don't have to worry about selling his product for every, if he, every time he comes for a year, I'm good for a year. His wall is going to sell. He has an entire wall, nine shelves, 12 feet across, of only his product. There's no motherfucker who can say that. He's got an entire wall, top to bottom. It's called the called wall. I understand. So when I tell you, it's when you have 15 shops, it's very hard to do an event. When you talk about events, people meet the principal. I think that we gain traction well, every time he comes. It's different for our model. First off, you're, you're I'm, like I'm, big also, I'm also in South Florida where 90% of these people live. So yeah. if they're not in my shop, they're in somebody's other other shop like every other week, right? Getting somebody a principal in Detroit, it's like, it doesn't happen every day. No, we do have it every day. It's the difference of those guys don't do fucking two grand in an event. No, no, but they, listen to me, you may do it every day, but not all the shops in Detroit are getting principals in their shop every day. So I've never met the guy, and I don't put another dude's name in my mouth. Oh, you put it in your mouth, front of Hishy Hishy. So uh, the uh, week uh, I had Sokka in, what? I don't even know how to say his last name, Nick from Foundation. Malillo. Yeah, so he was in town for three days. They're and good friends, Nick and Mick. I, Nick I don't give Steve. a fuck. I'm just saying, he was in town for three days. I don't deal with the guy who reps his brand. So, crazy thing, he's in town for three days, and then we had this big riverfront Detroit festival where every brand was there, including the guy who used to do, uh, what was the guy's name? He did a cigar recently called uh, Winwood Beverly Hillbilly something. Um, Do you so, know what he's talking about or no? Christian. Oh, Christian. Oh. But you're talking about the old one would? Like you were That's, making with it's, Christian? It's re-release and it's no. a dog rocket. But anyway, so the, the, they what? were all in town with like 20 crew. brands. Tatuahe, my father, uh, that guy's brand. All these companies, right? Monday mm. through Saturday. Steve Saka comes in on a Sunday. We do 140 boxes. Those three shops didn't come close to doing 140 boxes. So when you say it's Detroit, it's it. People who come to see the principal, I've never had him in my shop other than say hi after we ate lunch. If I bring him to my shop, when I bring him to my shop, 
He knows there's crackheads that show up that they're fucking dying to hang out with a guy. They don't but care. I think, but you guys have the same point: is that your consumers buy a product. He, he's back ending me, right? He's, yeah, he's yeah, my he's second point, is, uh, but doesn't realize yeah. it on the other side of my coin. So you agree with around, me or disagree with me? No, what I'm saying is you're saying the exact same thing I'm saying, but not realizing it. Okay, yeah, right? Yeah, on the same page. You're servicing your consumers. The guys that you have these relationships with is the guys that are turning. The boxes in your store. Yeah, but shoot, you don't understand. I brought in a bunch of brand owners that can't turn or hold their I know, but you don't have them back. That's the exact point. But then you don't have them back. Mind is melting. That's the exact point. He sells one. A little bit, yeah. Right, you don't have them back. They're not your buddies. I bring them back out of professional courtesy. Nah, really. You work them out. You yeah, work them out because you want more Caldwell events. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to put a brand on this in the box. Hold on. Listen, listen. It took us we 30 minutes. We could talk minutes, about this all but day. No, but yeah. hold on. I'm going to tell you where, where this is funny. And uh, this is actually a cute story. Tell Danny me, Vasquez, Romacraft. I love. Came to the shop. He's a their in-house rep. He outsold Mike Rosales, who's a principal. Of so, course. Danny crushed it. Danny was a savage. Okay, but at the end of the day, doesn't mean I don't like Mike Rosales. I didn't I'm say not, that. No, no, what I'm saying is that, like, at the end of the day. There are guys I like that I want to do more business with, but then the day I run my shop based on my consumers' And that needs, goes back to my original point. I don't like is, that many guys in this industry. I think they're all fucking tools. I think oh, they're my Listen, when I say there are guys I like, it could be half a dozen. It's not that many. Right? But some of them I do great business with, but there are guys I like I don't do great business with. Because at the end of the day, I don't let, I don't let the running of my business dictate on my personal feelings. Because that doesn't feed my kids and it doesn't pay the rent. Look, here's at the end of the day, this is the way I look at it, right? If I run my business right, if I run my business right for it to grow, it trickles down to benefits to everybody. Even the consumer, right? Even my employees, I can afford to hire better quality staff. I can afford to offer more promotions. I can afford to do more for my clientele. So ultimately, my, my goal is what's best for the company, which is driven by my consumers. There are guys I like to do business with, I just can't. At the end of the day, I say, look, I can't do business. No matter how much I like you, I like your product. Nobody walking through my door wants to buy your product. And that's how I run it. I don't run a museum. When I have meetings with cigar manufacturers, and Robert's probably been to it, and Matt's probably been to it, they'll hand me a cigar. Smoke this. Why? I'll see what you think. What does it matter? Blow your doors what off. I think, What I think doesn't matter in the running of my day-to-day business because there's a lot of stuff I won't smoke that my consumers that walk in every day want. So I run my business in, in the way that, it's driven by my consumer's needs because that's why I'm open for it. Listen, whether it be the TVs or the cigars, I always got employees like, well, I like to watch golf. I don't give a shit what you, what you all like to watch. It's The TVs aren't <laughs> there for you to watch. The TVs in my lounges are there for the consumers to watch. It's what they want to watch. So you know what? If they want to watch the Spider-Verse and Spider-Man and Miles Morales, that's what you put on. So you know what I think has hurt our industry? Dear and God. Hurt Good cigars, like, <laughs> and if I might sh- fire some shots at you. Oh, boy. Yeah, so, like, guys like this guy, right? <laughs> this guy right here should have been, he is a rock star, but he should be, like, fucking savage rock star right now. It's his own doing, and we've talked about this okay, No, he, in the last two days. You know, there we have the nail gun. There are certain things that did he you needs notice to do. Did you notice what I have done immediately following our conversation? Did you see my text to you? Yes, I did. No, I yes, said, I you're did. welcome. Yes, and I said thank you very much. It's his own doing. He leverages a fan base 
that he didn't take advantage of. We had a big talk about this in my office mm. the other day, but it's his own undoing. He makes quality product, but he hasn't leveraged his power to get people to interact in that product. But I'm, I'm friend zone, friend zone. Oh, <laughs> it is a friend. He is a friend. He I'm interested. Friend. And listen, I, I'll be outright, mm. right? The brand doesn't do as well in my particular retail shop as I would like it to. I don't control that. We are friends. We mm. were friends before we had kids, but now we have, you know, True. We, we've been out as families together. Mm. We are friends, but then the day his brand doesn't do as well as I'd like it to do in my shop, and obviously as much as he'd like it to do more in my shop. Oh, but we go change that. But a lot of it is I'm coming but, 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 but I will have a heart to heart talk with him, and, and mm-hmm. I and I did. I told him some points. Like, dude, you need to change some things in how you mm-hmm. do it. And he was already ahead of it, right? He's like, I know, and whatever. And he's already made the changes. And I sent him a text today uh-huh. because I saw one of the changes <laughs> he made. Right. This is not the first time that I've immediately sprung to action based on your. But you know what? That's the difference, you right? Because throughout my action, life, yeah. when I was given good advice, mm-hmm. I sprung to action. Some, mm-hmm. I tell people sometimes some great advice. I like to call million dollar dude. I just gave you a million dollar idea, mm-hmm. no charge, right? And they don't even run with it. Right. They don't even flinch, but right? I've it's seen you say million, that to people, dude. I, I I've seen you say that to people. I legitimately, for a fact, I'm not even patting on my back, have given some people what I call. That was a million dollar idea. Well, it's run a million, with it. It's a million it's a dollar gift. idea run. if they run with and it. And they don't, they don't right. do nothing. If right. they do the heavy well, lifting. Clearly, you're not doing any of the running. It's not my job. It's not my <laughs> no, I mean, just you'd be like a, a third of the size if you did Dude, all the listen running. to me. Bruh. When you have this much love to give, so you're much a big love. man. That's Look at how this guy is. I don't know if you guys noticed this or not. He's the size of my right thigh. No, this guy I is like. I like that thigh. Yeah, he. I got upset with him, and I've messaged him with this about a thousand times. He should have when he has it when he dies. I'm going to give a eulogy. But he had two. He <laughs> well, good to know. Now you know when yeah. he dies. <laughs> two tombstones. He needs to be for marriage and after marriage. But it's really not the marriage. Are Robert you divorced? Some, no, he's married. So why would yeah. you say after marriage? Because I'm going to tell you what happened. How that relates to cigar industry. I don't know what happened where he had like the social media vixen. It was probably Jack. Oh, know. are you saying because oh, he yeah. died out after getting married? No. So he decided he was going to become a gardener. A, he was going to fucking travel the world. I thought he's we were talking about life. Me. Listen, I just, don't worry. He's sure. in a different country every fucking week. interested again. Okay? So he became a social recluse on social media. And I think everybody started thinking like, he wanted his cigars because they were great and they were selling. I thought he thought it was just going to keep going crazy. But I tell him all the time. Can you hire some retard to just sit there and click like on posts? Why would you tell him that? Because other brand owners have made it a habit of guiding these people into thinking only their cigars are the greatest and this cigar isn't good. That cigar isn't good. When you talk about it not translating yours, it does. No. A geek tells a story to 10 cigar customers. He's not talking cigars. We had this conversation. You You were about to say something about me. Earlier, yes. I, I'm, I want I want more attention. I feel very sensitive. So, yes. so lost. just come back to me. Don't look at him. <laughs> so look at me. I've called him up one time and I said, Damn Matthew, it, I said, listen, man, we need to bring. So back I feel the this old is stuff. a value because honestly, Matt was my first man crush and only man crush in the cigar business. So anyway, no, what is it with you and man crushes, man? So what I mean Dudes by that want. This Matt they was do. uh they do. Mm. Deuce one. Matt was the only that guy that Probably. I said it's if everything all, 12, until 20. I met Robert actually. Wow. Yeah. Matt was the only guy in the cigar industry that I actually had never met. And there's a lot of personalities what, in our industry. All right. Nothing. So, nothing. Anyway, thank you, Ronnie. Thank you, Thank you, Ronnie, for being here. Robert Caldwell, Matt Booth. And let's see, this week you belong to the cigar in Santa Asylum, right? Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. 
Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. <laughs> Listen, they just <laughs> shut the shit down. Did you see that? That's crazy. They literally shut the shit down, threw me my segments, and look, the show's getting over. But just so you know, nobody's been dropping off the viewership because I've been watching it. I Everybody I, dis- I disagree. What are you talking about? This I disagree. The the number we've had. No, no, we were we were about thirty more than this. Let me before. finish, Dickstein. You know why? This is the highest number we had at this yeah. late in the show. Where do I piss? Maybe. Yeah. The door taker, right? You took a shit producer. You know what? Yeah, like Dude, as soon as I can get food stamps, I'm firing him as a producer. <laughs> He's so worthless. <laughs> All right. This week, brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars, the Cigar Insane Asylum. This week's inductee got what was coming to her. Yeah, now Matt, you're you're like a Japanese guy, right? You're, I enjoy this culture. I right? enjoy <laughs> such things. Eating squid alive mm. seems to be the new thing on YouTubers. Have you seen this? I have not. What? It's insane. But I'm interested. It's insane. They take a squid, they cut it up, and I guess when you just embowel the head from it and everything in it, okay. the legs still work and it stands up and walks around. It's oh, pretty dear. freaky, right? So eating squid alive is oh, the new my. Yeah, it gives you like a lot of people. Do it. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's it, it, whatever, dude. That's it's what a new they YouTube say. thing, right? However, eating an octopus alive—that's something that's never been done, <laughs> right? That's something that this girl named Seaside Girl Little Seven—that's real name. That's her YouTube or Twitter, whatever her name is. Seaside Girl Little Seven. She's a young Chinese blogger. Said, "Let me do an octopus." She was live streaming the challenge when she wanted to eat an octopus alive. Now, I've seen the video. The octopus is like this big, so I really don't know how she was going to eat it alive. Unless she meant like to bite a I tentacle I thought she off. was going to bite a piece off. I mean, the yeah. octopus is like the oh, size you're... of my fist. Yeah. Right? You're not eating that alive. Unless no. you're cutting it up and eating like, right. like mm-hmm. the squiggling pieces. But anyways. You'd be surprised what you could get in there. Anyways. <laughs> things didn't go exactly the way she wanted. And as soon as she tried to eat the octopus... The, the animal latched onto her face and wouldn't let go. Like, literally, like... Like alien. Like an alien oh, yeah. face mask, right? Wow. After several seconds of screaming online, live streaming, and trying to pull the animal off, um, became unbearable. She was finally able to pull off the creature, who was just trying to survive, obviously, not get eaten off her face, and by doing so, had revealed all the blood... That yeah, the octopus had sucked out of right. her skin. So, congratulations, <laughs> a seaside girl, seaside girl, little seven. You are this in this week's inductee into the Cigar Insane Asylum, brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. Can I ask you an important question, Abe? Yes. You are can. you buzzed right now? Fucked up drunk. Yeah. Dude, drink. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, you know, it's very rare that this happens. No, I can't I'm, believe I'm, it. I'm, I've been. I, I had like what? My six, man. At least. Yeah. I've had six yeah. drinks in the last two hours. Robert, you got a big yeah, car. You could, you could take him, right? I'm all right. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you, right. Mr. Uh, Matt Booth, for being here today. It was Dude, my honor epic, and my listen, pleasure. Epic show. All three. Robert two Caldwell. old friends and one new friend. This Ronnie is the Heiser, first yes. time. This is the first time I've met this dude. Oh, in Seriously. the flesh. In yeah, the flesh. isn't that? Oh. The first time I've ever ran into him, ever seen him. We became Facebook friends. And text friends. Well, listen, what We're happened was a lot. he found out that my ancestry was Middle Eastern, mm. and he thought like I was hiding it. Like, you're, why are you not? I did. I told everybody. I mean, you just don't follow me. Why didn't you know, right? Mm-hmm. So we became friends like literally in the last summer. 
they got to know each other, and this is the first time I met Ronnie Hayes of Secreto Cigar Bar. When, when he started stalking you. When yeah, he started exactly. stalking you. Yeah. Amen. That's right. Ronnie, stalk All right. So you anyway. know what's crazy? No, you're not going to no break. Listen, this guy <laughs> said to me one day, what do you mean you never heard of Kiss My Ass Radio? Or my... Like, seriously, what the fuck? Well, I don't fucking know no other cigar guys. I just do my shit. And then I started watching his show, and it's my favorite show because they talk about Life. cigars. Yeah, you talk about everything, shit. dude. 100%. Listen to me. My basis for doing this show is we try to reenact the shit that guys talk about sitting mm-hmm. in a cigar lounge, That's right? Good. We talk about cigars, yeah, sure. we talk about life, we talk about kids. I mean, I didn't even get into my paleotin, like, tirade. Of the Whatever the fuck it's called. The tirade <laughs> this week of all the people who got butthurt over that bullshit. But if you didn't oh, see my geez. soapbox, go to our Facebook page. It I, is I on the whole, Facebook page. I did a whole rip. What? You hate Peloton? No, I hate the fact that everybody made a bullshit big deal about the Christmas commercial they made uh, that had nothing to do with it. Is. There was nothing wrong. Because the society has become now, hey, I'm a victim. This insults me. This hurts me. Just because the message doesn't relate to you doesn't make it a wrong message. And that's what society does today, right? Yeah. There are, I know I know tons of people who are in the health lifestyle. It's a $94 billion, billion with a B, dollar business there's a lot of people who are in the health lifestyle they, they they live their lives healthy they want to i'm not one of them but it's okay right there are guys that would love there were women who would love a paleonton bike or whatever it's called peloton whatever they would love a 2200 bike because they love that lifestyle it's important to them so why they made a big deal about this commercial is bullshit it's their own insecurities because they're probably fat asses and lazy asses and they took offense to it got that donkey right but <laughs> I had a whole like rip it. this week on that bullshit because I think that's bullshit. That stock price went down nine hundred and some million dollars. Crazy. Whoa! And, and yeah. let me tell you something. The problem. Crucified. These are the these are my favorite topics. The, the problem has nothing to do with the product or the commercial or the consumer. The everybody pro- wants to be a victim. Yes. So everybody wants to be. And a victim. there's this oh, whole bandwagoning bullshit. Gonna, it's like, oh my god, she's a witch. Fucking burn her. And everybody's like, burn the witch. You know. And now, because everybody has a goddamn voice or thinks they do, and then they everyone, they, do. That's they all want to be part of the same fucking club, which is, I'm a club of, oh, we're all like-minded in what we think, and everybody has to think the and same I'm make, thing. And I'm making the world a better place. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. let's just fucking burn them. I, I hate that I'm, shit. I'm with you on that. Give me a gun. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Give me a gun. All right, so anyway, uh, next week, uh, Rainier Lorenzo hey. of HBC Cigars will be here. Matt Booth, thank you for being hey, here, Hey, I like that guy. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate no, I do. He reminds me of Tony Montana. Oh, well, then I can't wait to have him on no, the show. Scarface, like, yeah, Tony Montana? Yeah. Hell of a guy, He'll be man. here next week. Been to my shop. He'll yeah. be okay. here next week. If you're still, uh, if you're still around, stinks. I'm assuming you're, you're staying at Abe's house? No. no. <laughs> I, I wouldn't let this fucker wearing... in my house. Are you nuts? No, True religion jeans and you're, a bunch you're, of t-shirts. You're always welcome, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Ronnie Heisher, thank you for being here. Uh, Robert Heisha. Caldwell. Heisha. Yes, thank you. Boofy, thanks for being again, buddy. Family. Mr. Caldwell, thank Love you again you, for coming. My pleasure. Thank you, no, gentlemen. Uh, it was a great show. Big absolutely delicious. great show. It's been a shit show. We're all crazy all over the place. But anyway, we until then, as good. always. I think it was good. <laughs> yeah, we think so. But I, I thank Abe for getting your day myself. off. Anyway, keep it lit, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Cigar Fairy's making rounds. Yeah, that's fantastic. Keep it lit with KMA Talk Radio.